Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Adabinga, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening on the S&S Network. Stay tuned or you will feel Big Daddy Cool Diesel slash Kevin Nash. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. This is our break kid, Sean Michael, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya. And I wouldn't want to be here. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. The world is listening. The Sunday Night Showdown. Your home for live pay-per-view coverage of the WWE with your hosts, Harmony Boom Boom Sexy, <laughs> the Great White Mark the Shark DiCarlo. There's no reason we need to be shackled by the strictures of the employee-employer relationship. Unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> In which case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, I've got him. The outlaw of the IWC, the trade dog. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! And... Money on the mic, JJ. I'm your huckleberry. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Sexy. And the showdown begins now. At WWE, we maintain a strict set of rules to ensure fair play and sportsmanlike conduct. But on one night of the year, rules are made to be broken. When WWE goes... Extreme. It's WWE Extreme Rules. Live April 29th, only on pay-per-view. When it comes to Extreme, we broke the rules.
right, guys, good evening and welcome to another edition of Sunday Night Showdown right here on the SNS Radio Network. Of course, I am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sex A. Welcome to another great edition of Sunday Night Showdown where we bring you live pay-per-view coverage tonight of Extreme Rules, the latest pay-per-view offering of the WWE, the, obviously the show after WrestleMania. We're seeing a lot of WrestleMania rematches on this particular card, as we always do, whether it's Extreme Rules, Backlash, or who knows, whatever. Uh, big show in store tonight. We're going to be running down all the results of the pay-per-view, but joining me in the studio, ladies and gentlemen, he is the Great White, Mark the Shark DiCarlo. Well, JJ, uh, thank you so much for that, as usual, very eloquent introduction, and I'm pumped, I'm jacked, as much as everybody in the Allstate Arena in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, great entrance gimmick tonight, all those X's, and it can only mean one thing, and that's tonight, we'll be living on the edge of extreme. Absolutely. Also, joining us on the uh, the Skype line, we have one of our other hosts here on the SNS Radio Network, Give it up for our tech guru extraordinaire, Slick Rick Hendrickson. What's going on, Rick? What's going on? Nice to be back. I like working once a month. It's a, it's a good deal. Now, if, <laughs> only, if only you got paid, right? <laughs> oh, we'll, get, we'll keep working towards that. By the way, I, I want to go on record as saying that Slick Rick Hendrickson currently has the SNS Radio Network record for most Facebook posts in a 24-hour period, breaking his own own former record attaboy rick yeah i might have to uh change the settings i didn't realize that it was doing like four every five minutes i do apologize for that oh my god i mean like really uh if you look at all the emails because i i'm i'm down with the the email notifications of uh sns facebook group postings i'm like wow like between watching porn and doing sns facebook group postings does rick even have any time to do anything else Lots of time. Lots of time. Yeah, I'm going to fix that. I, I had set it up where it would, you know, post everything that goes to the site to Facebook, but then I didn't realize that I'd also set the site up to post 12 new articles an hour. Nice. So, well, that, that's yeah. fine because we're so informed. That, that's good. It's a good thing. Now, I, under there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, uh, in the pre-show, which if you watched YouTube, you got to see Miz versus Santino Morella. For the United States title, I'm already at a loss as I had chosen the Miz to get the victory and the United States title over Santino and the Cobra. But as it were, the Cobra hit and Miz goes down for the 1-2-3, so still your United States champion, Santino Morella. Uh, we're starting things off on the pay-per-view tonight with Randy Orton and Kane in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Rick, who you got and why are they going over? Oh, I like Randy Orton. I think that he's going to get a big uh, face push and possibly, possibly be next in line for Lesnar. Uh, I say that with, you know, a grain of salt because I think that they may do one more with Cena, but we'll have to see where, where it goes. Well, you know, I've been hearing that same rumor that Lesnar and Orton might be going into a program at SummerSlam. It'd be good because when you think about it, Randy Orton was the guy who basically took over the mantle of the youngest WWE champion ever. After after Brock Lesnar left the company, because if you remember, Brock was the youngest champion ever in the history of the company, and then Randy Orton came in behind him and won the belt in two thousand four and had that same claim. You know, you have to. I don't know. I I would do Cena and, and Lesnar at 
SummerSlam, but isn't there another pay-per-view in between or a couple more? So, I mean, they could, you know, do two or three more and then work something up, but. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you, Slick Rick. Uh, I think that uh, the way that they have built up the feud between Cena and Lesnar so far, uh, we haven't seen the end of it tonight. Um, and who knows what they're what they're going to do with it? This this match so far has been uh, exceedingly interesting so far. Uh, Kane brought a lead slash aluminum rubber handled pipe into the ring, and uh, uh, Orton cut him off a couple of times and then waffled Kane right in the midriff. With it, they are both beating the hell out of each other ten ways from this Sunday or any other uh, out into the crowd uh, in uh, in Chi Town, and uh, so far, uh, you know, I, I don't know. You want me to make my quick pick now? Absolutely, go All for right. it. All right, you know, I I think that if you are a betting man, and certainly for those of you that know me, know that uh, betting is part of my pure inner fiber on a daily basis, and, and, and I, I can honestly say beyond of a shadow of a doubt, I'm pretty consistent on a daily basis because I generally lose. But anyways, having said that, um, I'd like to see this feud between the two of them continue. I think they have excellent chemistry together as Orton goes for the uh, pin on the outside and referee uh, uh, Road Dog Jr. Uh, counts two and Kane kicks out. But uh, I like the chemistry between Orton and Kane, and uh, I don't know, I, I, I think by hook or by crook, um, I'm going to go with Glenn, Glenn Jacobs here, Kane. So you're going with J- – well, you're going with – you so got me started that. You're going with Kane. I'm going to go with Kane. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, I know Harmony had told me earlier on, as I did her picks on uh, fourdown.org earlier, that she was going for Randy Orton. And uh, I haven't heard from Trey. I don't even know if he's going to join the show tonight, so I'm not really sure what his picks are. Um, but I'll go ahead with mine. I am going with Randy Orton here. I think that after Kane winning the match at WrestleMania, I think it's only fitting that Randy Orton get the victory here. So I am going to go with Randy Orton for the victory. And don't be surprised, boys and girls, if Cowboy Bob Orton has some sort of hand in the finish of this match. And maybe even Paul Bearer. Maybe Paul Bearer, too. Anyways. Oh, yeah. There'll be a cast involved. Did, did you there see, you go. Did cast. you see that? Kane threw a drop kick about a foot off the ground right in the mush of Randy Orton, and it was stiff as hell. Very well done. Right now they are brawling through the crowd as Kane is trying to take Randy Orton. Uh, I thought he was going back toward the ring, but it looks like they're going more toward uh, the entrance gimmick. There, They're going up Look the at crowd. Harvey Wimpleman. It looks like Harvey Wimpleman. <laughs> Looking for work. No kidding. They're in the sea of humanity in Chicago, Illinois, fighting on the stairway. I don't know if I'd go up to the cheap seats. You know, that might be risky, but yeah, you don't, you don't want to go up to the top of the arena and risk getting stabbed or anything, Rick. Well, I mean, they're in the $75 level right now. If you go up to the $35 level, you know, you're, they're, anything they're can happen. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, guess, I guess the good thing about Extreme Rules tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is that nobody nobody had a drug overdose that we know of so yeah. far. So far. Right. Everybody's in attendance for their match. That's good. That That's, you know, too better than the show last night. Rumor has it that Sabu will be the special guest referee for the John Cena-Brock Lester match. Uh, probably not. Probably not. He's probably just recuperating from a, a weekend of, uh, of lap dancing and, 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 and drugs. Which, Can I just mention something about that? Yeah, go ahead. Or, I was just about to cover that. Go ahead. I, I, I spoke 
spoke with uh, one of the promoters, and there were five, so you guys could try to figure out which one it was. And basically, he said that the whole thing turned into a huge bender. Um, and, you know, there are some guys that control themselves. And, you know, being somebody who's dealt with Terry quite a bit, uh, he's not one of those dudes. He lives the life, and, you know, sometimes stuff gets out of control. And, you know, he, they put him in a room with PJ. You know, they shared a room in a $40 a night hotel, which is ridiculous in its own right based on the fact that they had 2,200 people there paying. Um, but you know, they, they set the guys up to fail. They just set the guys up. You know, it's like, yeah, come hang out with your buddies that you used to do drugs with. And whether you're clean or not, you're, you know, you're going to relapse. And Sabu wasn't ever clean anyway. Uh, and, you know, I can tell you the reason why I stopped working with the guy is because he would do shit like that. We, he, we would pay for his flight. He'd come in and then we couldn't put him in the ring because he would be in a state like that where he couldn't wrestle. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jerry uh, Lynn didn't want to wrestle with him, seeing the condition he was in. Well, based on working with Jerry many times, I know that Jerry is very particular, firstly, about who he'll get into the ring with. And I, I doubt that he'd get in there with a guy who's in that condition. Well, you know what, Rick, as, uh, as we see Kane and Randy Orton brawling in the back now, in the bowels, if you will, of the Allstate Arena, and dare I say bowels, and uh, I'm sure they're going to find the washroom in a second, but uh, as somebody that's managed Sabu on three different occasions, the last time he came to Calgary, uh, babysat him, and his opponent that night, who was a bartender for me at the time, none other than former TNA X Division champion Hotshot Johnny Devine, came over to the DJ booth uh, when he thought that Sabu was eating his Friday lunch of spaghetti and meat sauce when, in fact, uh, Terry had passed out and said plate of spaghetti and meat sauce. And yep. in, in no apparent... Oh, as we see, Long exactly. Island Ice Z, Zack Ryder... Not Jack Swagger. Not Jack Swagger. Enter into the fray and and uh, beat Kane about the head and back, and Kane just no-sold it. And uh, Orton caught Kane and uh, dropped him out with a side buster. Ro- hooks the leg, one, two, and Kane rolls out. And, and, stand. Anyway, so Hotshot Johnny Devine looks at Sabu face down in the plate of spaghetti and meat sauce looks at me and says, and I quote, he's my opponent tonight? And I said, yes, it is. And he looked <laughs> at me and said, do I need to bring garlic toast? <laughs> Anyways, I, God no, love I, Terry Brunk. He's a good guy, uh, has some demons, and he likes to party. But, uh, uh, I, you know, you know I, I'm, glad, I'm glad from what I read on the Internet this weekend, I'm glad he's okay because uh, when I first read that he had passed, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it, I hate it when people do that, too. Just like when Marcus got in his car accident, it's like, yeah, he's dead. No, he ain't. Well, you know, I, I, I want to say this real quick. When I, when I said what I said about everybody showing up at Extreme Rules in great capacity, I'm getting a lot of flack from the chat room saying that was a cold dig. Listen, if I, and, I, and I'm not one of the people that actually paid to attend this Extreme show, but if I paid money to attend a show and two of the marquee stars on that show got fucking high and had an overdose, you're damn right I'm going to fucking rip on them. I mean, I think it's pathetic that these guys can't do a professional wrestling show without fucking themselves up. It's a fucking disgrace. They used to, you know, when I worked there many, many years ago at the original ECW, they used to do the drugs, but they wouldn't get to the point where they couldn't perform, you know? But now they're older and, you know, and I, whatever, if they're saying he had an allergy, I know for a fact the guy takes about 15 pills, you know, just to live. Kind of like Scott Hall. I mean, when you, he's 
getting up there. So he's got the issues that a lot of people have. And then, you know, compounded by the fact that he's a wrestler and he's lived that life. It's, I just, I think that they're making a mistake. And, you know, the one promoter I talked to is very well known, uh, very respected, and he's involved in the project. And he's just, you know, looking for a way out was his word. And he said, you know, I trusted these guys. I thought they would be able to pull this off. And he's like, we made money. But he's like, I can't do a show like that when I don't know who's going to be able to get in the ring and who can. Listen, uh, you know what, Rick? Uh, I feel for every independent wrestling promoter out there around North America who who at one time or another has been burned by a situation of a talent not showing up or even worse, being intoxicated or under the influence of some kind of handy-dandy drug. I'll never forget the time of the, and Jeff, JJ was there for the Bad News Allen Tribute Super Show, and uh, we booked none other than uh, Dustin Reynolds' gold dust, and he took the the deposit and the plane ticket and proceeded not to show up, and we still haven't heard from him to this day, but uh, uh, things like that historically have happened over the course of the independent wrestling scene, and I hasten to say will invariably continue to happen. Uh, you know, I want to comment on something real quick. L Train, one of our uh, one of our marquee callers. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. I like L Train. I like L Train. Yes, uh, he says I'd be upset if I got cost money, but not over someone potentially dying, even if it was their fault. I have no sympathy for Sabu, for Just Incredible, for any of these guys that work the independent circuit and show up under the influence and they can't perform. If Sabu had died, yeah, I'm sorry for his family, but at the end of the day, he chose to live that lifestyle, and I'm not going to cry for him, and I'm not going to be nice about it. If he wants to be a dipshit and do that kind of stuff, hey, that's on him, buddy. I'll tell you, the first time I met him, and this will probably be the last thing I say about him because we do have a fairly gangbuster match going on right now, but the first time I met him, we had a show. It was at a bar. He doesn't even say hello to me. He goes right over the bar, sits down, starts drinking. And this is like, we had a 7 o'clock show, and I think it was 3.30 when he got there. So, I mean, then I was stupid enough to book him about 20 more times. But, you know, people came out to see him. That's the part that sucks is people do come out to see that guy just because, you know, he's got a good gimmick. He does some cool shit. He's Sabu, Rick. You want to see that triple jump moonsault? You want to see all of his hot high spots as we see Randy Orton about to DDT Kane head first onto the uh, mat slash cement in the Allstate Arena in Chicago. And uh, you know what? We've been talking about a bunch of other stuff. But this match between... Let's talk about the match because this this, match is hard. This match between Orton and, uh, and Kane... Has been top notch so far. Near fall, Kane go. Uh, Randy Orton goes for the pin on Kane after that beautiful DDT, which he actually draped the legs on the announce table into the concrete floor. Randy Orton goes for the one, two, three, but Kane kicks out at the last second. This has been a fantastic match, and I'm sorry we haven't been doing it justice. But I thought we uh, this whole Sabu thing got brought up, and I wanted to comment on it. So I'm, I'm glad what, that we why did. Why they pull stuff out of the table if they're not going to? You know they. He took everything out of the table. That all he did was put the guy's feet on it. Did you notice that? I did notice that, Yeah, yes. got rid of the monitors and everything. You thought he was going to try some miraculous high spot, try to get Kane through that announce table, and uh, all he did was uh, drape his legs and but bang. we're just setting up for yes. a spot. That's all there is That's to it. That's it. It was just a setup. Before this match goes, that table's gone. Absolutely. Is that table? Or, oh, I hope that's Michael Cole's table, and they break his microphone. Be nice. 
The only thing better than having them break Michael Cole's microphone is having them break Michael Cole's windpipe, because then we wouldn't have to listen to that fucker. Did I just say that? You did. Uh, I'm glad. The views of Mark the Shark DiCarlo are not those necessarily of the SNS radio network, but they probably are. Thank you. Thank you for that disclaimer. That's right. Yes, yes. Should I have a disclaimer? Yeah. Like a bumper that that you can just press a button. <laughs> now I'm all back to French. Oh, French this time, not German. All right. And now we return you to our regularly scheduled programming here on the SNS radio network. Randy Orton and Kane on the top rope. I think he's setting up for what might be a top rope RKO. No, he's going for a superplex instead, it looks like. And he does. He hits the superplex from wow. the second rope. Maybe I'm a little ahead tonight. That never happens. Check out the signs tonight in the Allstate Arena. you got some uh, Tivoli lighting signs. you got some illuminated signs. Some people have really gone above and beyond the call of duty in, uh, in signage land tonight. I don't know whether the sign guy is in the house having a contest or something. I don't know, but I saw a sign on Facebook today that said the only reason I'm going to Extreme Rules is to see Brock Lesnar pound that smile off John Cena's face. <laughs> nice. You know what? And, and, and speaking of uh, Brock Lesnar, as we see, as we see the uh, the Viper going through his uh, end of match series of maneuvers, however, Kane cuts him off and throws him down to the mat, back of the neck first in a choke slam. One, two, and at two and nine tenths. I thought that Orton, was it. Orton kicks. I Beautiful choke the, slam. So I'm hit the canvas. I'm like, wow, it's over like that. And they're gonna keep going. He's going for the chair again. Oh, good. Yeah, they're going for the chair. Randy gave him about 15 chair shots earlier when we were talking about uh, Sabu. See what he's doing. Is he going to give him a tombstone? Oh yeah, here we go. He's about to get an RKO on the chair. I love yep. it. Great setup. <laughs> Kane's going to go for the tombstone, and Randy's going to reverse it. Maybe. Don't spoil we're, it. For we're me about now. to find out. <laughs> God, we hate spoilers, don't we, Rick? Oh, I just I, you know, WWE makes it so easy to like predict what's going to happen. Here it is. Yeah. Here's your RKO. No. Yep. It's going to reverse. It's going to be an RKO. You got it. I'm hey. a little ahead tonight. Maybe I should Duck slow the clothesline. And there it, there it is. Duck the clothesline in the RKO. Very nice. Throw yep. a little uh, side swerve. Bit He's of a screwball in there. He's going to kick out. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You got, you got, he doesn't. about 25 seconds behind me tonight. Wow. Where's Trey Dog? Is, is, he, is he? Who knows? I don't know. I haven't talked I to him all week. I don't know. Wow. Okay. I sent him a huge box of WNL gimmicks, too. Oh, did oh, you? Wow. I did, yeah. Was there a girl wrapped around one of the boxes? Couldn't afford that. Oh, okay. All right. Just thought I'd ask. Because no, no, if that was the case, then I'd know why he wasn't to be to be found tonight. Now, oh. since we were talking about Sabu and PJ Palaco, just incredible, not being able to do their matches courtesy of drug use, I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but uh, one of the big news stories this week in the world of professional wrestling was that Oscar Gutierrez, better known as Rey Mysterio Jr., has failed his second WWE wellness violation and has been suspended for 60 days. And it was, from what WrestleZone is saying, amphetamines is Coke. what All he right. was busted with. Coke. Love it. He claims that he, did, he took nothing. But amphetamines were in his system. He's now failed his second wellness Which test. Which is not nothing last time I checked. Well, you know what? I, I think that it's near the end for Rey Mysterio. 
He might be this an episode on the History Channel soon. Yeah. Drugs Incorporated, could, the Rey Mysterio story. I wow. don't think he'll ever go unless he will, I don't, he will, he'll be like Randy Orton. He'll get five chances before they fire him. I don't know, man. I mean, he's he's been injured, what, since last September? August? Yeah, that was the thing. It was weird because there were reports that he wasn't supposed to come back till May anyway. So why were they testing him when he wasn't supposed to be back? Or is that part of the deal? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that uh, knowing full they- well what they did with uh, D.H. Smith, Harry Smith, uh, and his kind of sneak attack baseline and subsequent drug tests, that, that's exactly, Rick, what they do is when you least expect it, bang, they uh, they spring it on you, and uh, obviously Ray Ray failed. My point is this, is if you're doing doing stuff and you're injured, why would you show up to a show before you had to? Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, I had heard rumors that he was possibly going to make it back to WrestleMania, that they had literally had him on the back burner and thought about bringing him back at Mania, that he might have even been back for this show. So I don't know if, if he was just... The rehab's been going well, and he was ready to come back, and <laughs> then he got hit with a surprise wellness test. But either way, I mean, you know, he's in the Jeff Hardy boat. You know, like that second <laughs> wellness violation, you got one more to go. He's got nothing but torn up knees. I mean, I think the end is near for Rey Mysterio. I think so. He, JJ, I, I think you need to get a, a sticker like Teddy. Hello, my name is JJ. No, thank you. No? Okay. I think it's huge. I got to get one of those. Oh, man, I got to get yeah, one of those. Yeah, they're, they're both huge. Oh, you're talking about the name tag or Eve Torres's boobs? What's the deal with the wheel? They spin it and she takes something off? Or? Spin the wheel, make the deal. I see four boobs, two on Eve and two right beside her. <laughs> Woo! That was the line of the night so far. And the night is young, but, you know. The champagne, anyway. And no matter what you think of boobs or Eve, you got to think that that you got to think that as the new executive assistant to People Power and John Laurinaitis, that some, in some way, shape, or form, knee pads are going to be invoked in the storyline sometime soon. At some point, you know what? Eve, Eve is Eve is hot. I'll give her that. Hot. I don't like her as a wrestler. No, but, she's but terrible she's as a wrestler, but, but she's, she's hot. 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 I know. Yep. I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> You'll leave what at what, Rick? <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, you know. this is very. Yeah. Eve it's is okay. Very, we're, we're not being nice. governed by the FCC or the uh, oh. CRTC here in Canada. If you want to talk to about cool. Eve's body here on the show, go right ahead. I'll be completely honest. I'm trying to play it cool because I'm trying to line up an interview with her this month. So. Oh, okay. All right. All right. There's. Yeah. Who's next? And now. Oh, is it the Funkasaurus? Tell me it's the Funkasaurus. It is the Funkasaurus. Apparently, we've got an impromptu match. It's Rick Hendrickson doing his impersonation of Brodus Clay. Oh, and Hornswoggle. All right. At least Horny's on TV again. Are you guys like, oh, you guys are a little bit behind me, aren't you? I won't keep it up. You know what? Hornswoggle, I'm I'm liking him in this role because, A, he can dance and Brodus can't. Well, I think the black girl's knockers are going to fall out. Hold on. No, that's okay. Getting close. Come on, bounce a little higher. I got to say that that Brodus' dancing has gotten a million percent better since the first go-around. But he told me that he's obsessed with it, and he, he like, gets mad if he doesn't do it right and complains about it and stuff. Somebody, somebody It's not like he's got to work more than a friggin' 42-second match three times a week. I wouldn't call what Brodus does dancing. No, what do you call it? Um, I would call it dancing. Gas? I would call it pantomime. (laughs) All right. Just keep... Coat on, keep your coat on, dude. Don't take off your coat. 
Just let the chicks dance. I don't need to see your tits jiggle. Keep your coat on. Please keep your coat on. Oh, here we go. He's going to take his coat off. Maybe improv would be better. <laughs> well, he's got to be fat like that, Rick, because the whole, the whole gimmick with the jiggle is, is part I, of his, his whole thing. I hope it's Tensai. I, oh, it isn't. Damn it. I was hoping for Tensai to squash him. Excuse <laughs> me. Yay. Yeah. Dolph's yeah. on the pay-per-view. Yay. Too bad Brandy. we didn't pick this one. What happened to the career of Dolph Ziggler? Um, Brock Lesnar and The Rock came back. I guess. I guess. Too bad. Because, you know, like, I still, I still, when I look at Dolph Ziggler, I see a, a young Kurt Henning. And, you know, if they can at least put the IC strap on him, then something's severely wrong. But no matter what, what they do with him, he makes himself look great. And whoever he's working with, Really looks great as well, whether Dolph is going over or putting somebody else over. And is, it, is it me, or, or does uh, a swaggering Jack Swagger in the suit kind of remind you of Lurch from the Adams family? He does. I want to say one thing really quickly. If this is an impromptu match that they're putting on, obviously, um, I really hope that Ziggles gets to win over Brodus Clay since Brodus is undefeated because that would be a shoe in Ziggler's hat to maybe getting elevated because, I mean, really, this is a guy, you've got Brock and The Rock back in the company. They're not really pushing the young stars now. They're kind of leaning back toward the older stars. It will be, what's the best word I'm looking for? It'll be a mockery. It'll be a shame if that sometime in the next year before Brock and Rock leave the company, that guy doesn't get a victory over one of them. I hope somebody... Yeah, and you know what? As we watched on YouTube prior to the pay-per-view firing up tonight, uh, the Miz, whose career has gone, well, blatantly into the toilet, if you will, um, putting over Santino Morella clean to the Cobra tonight. Uh, I don't know, JJ I, I, and Rick. I, I really think that uh, uh, Ziggles is in the ring tonight to... Uh, Make Brodus look like a million bucks, too. Well, I tell you what, let's go ahead and jump into our quick picks. I'll let Rick start things off. Better in a hurry, yeah. To pick this match? Yeah. God, as much as it's going to piss me off, I think that Brodus will beat him. And it's already been longer than normal. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm going to pick Brodus, even though I just saw what happened. Go ahead. Shark. Brodus. I am going to go with Ziggler, and I think that because of Jack Swagger's interference... Ziggles gets the win here, so I'm going with uh, with with uh, Dolph Ziggler. Yes, right, right as I was picking Brodus, uh, Swagger took him out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But then again, you know what's going to happen? Hornswoggle will interfere and, and get the win for Brodus. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to happen. Well, you know what, guys? The, uh, the amount of comedy acts in WWE television programming lately has certainly uh, escalated. I don't know whether we're going to see uh, a combination of of the goon and Bastion Booger, no, Mike Shaw's dead. Uh, but it, there seems lately to be a reemergence of the the comedy acts in, in WWE lately, which I'm completely unamused with. Protus is Bastion Booger, isn't he? No, no, he's, we, we, the, he's not Mike Shaw, but he's the same. He's he's the, the son, as we see a fame master. The son of Booger, one, yeah. two, oh, and Dolph goes nice. for the pin, but it, it, but Brodus kicks out. But a beautiful fame master. By Dolph Ziggler to Brodus Clay. The midget's hat. 
You know, I, for a moment there, I thought it was, that was John Laurinaitis on the outside, but no, that is Jack Swagger, or Biff Swagger, as we call him on this network. Biff Swagger. Because he looks like Biff Tannen from Back to the Future. Yes, oh, great analogy. Yes, yes, yes. The only thing he's missing is the Gray's uh, sports almanac in his pocket there. That was a nice drop kick. Now, you're way ahead of us, man. Sorry. <laughs> Which is weird, That's because fine. I'm actually buying this on pay-per-view, not a stream. Yeah, but Rick, Rick's got the... are usually wait. Rick's got the brand new up to date German stream. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nine, 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 nine. No, I got it from Sky Sports tonight, which is oh, okay. The oh, okay. All right. And it's only 19 euros. Is that a lot? Or 19 pounds? Something like that. Which, no, know. 19 okay. times 2.2. So, you know, you're getting up there. You're getting a good deal. It's less than here. I think it's one euro per 2.2 US dollars. Hey, the sleepers on them. Oh, did I give that away, too? No, no. I think we're on the same uh, wavelength as far as time on stream. Okay, good. I don't know. I picked I pick Dolph. They picked Brodus. Uh-oh. Let's hear what Boom Boom's picking. Uh-oh. And Boom Boom goes with Brodus Clay as well. All right. This is the longest match Brodus has had since he's been back, and it's going to be over here pretty soon, I think. Well, it's good. I'm glad they're putting him in there with somebody that could go for a while. We're at about five minutes. You, know, you need to test him with a guy like Ziggler. Yeah, this is longer than his last six matches put oh. together. Holy sh- shnikes. Yeah, I think Rick's feet is, in fact, ahead of ours. I uh, can see why Vince McMahon thinks this guy's unsafe when you get to that point. And wow. That looked a little rough. Yeah, Ouch. I, I, could, I could see why Vince thinks he's unsafe and doesn't let him wrestle more. Oh, Jesus. Well, then if, he, if he thinks he's unsafe, why give him a push? Oh, I think he just killed him. Oh, it's my God. He, it's because he's so over with the fans. They love no, him. No, his theme song is over with the fans. Yeah, okay, all right. Brodus Clay is not over oh. with the fans. Hornswoggle His theme is. music is. His dancers was, are. Horn, Hornswoggle is. Good oh, night. He's Good. sloppy. He's reckless. And Dolph Ziggler <laughs> has has lost the match, folks. Right. Big wow, whoopee. That was, that was a brutal ending, though. Uh, three botched moves in a row. <laughs> And wow! And the chicks are dancing over Swaggers or Z- Ziggler or whoever the hell it is. This dead Jesus. body. That's this is Midget. a crying shame to see a guy like Dolph Ziggler get buried by this fat fuck. I'm sorry. I'm utterly wow. disgusted. Look at that! She's doing the splits and humping the canvas. That's pretty hot. <laughs> at this point, I'd rather see Vicky Guerrero's steaming pile of shit get a push rather than bro- than Brodus Clay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you referring to Jack Swagger as as Vicky Guerrero's no, steaming I'm actually, pile? No, oh. no. I'm actually talking about the I know. steaming pile of shit Vicky right. Guerrero just left. All right, all right. Or or the wow. or the pile that Hornswoggle's just about ready to leave on the mat. Uh, oh man, I hope I didn't cut ten minutes from the CM. I'm so sick of this guy. Ooh. He's overrated. He sucks in the ring. He's reckless. But hey, he's got a good theme song that we recycled from 2004. Let's, let's give, give him a push. push. Exactly. Somebody call my mama. Somebody call my mama. <laughs> Somebody call creative. Kick him in the asshole. Jesus. Now, didn't that headbutt to the groin remind you of a uh, Jim the Anvil Tito Santana maneuver a couple of years ago? Pretty much. Right. Jesus. Same thing. Look at that. Wow. You don't be caught underneath that flying at you. I feel like I'm watching like the fucking Discovery Channel. Right there in action, we've got the rhino. Look at what the rhino does when he tries to mate with the with the gazelle. The <laughs> rhino and the gazelle. Holy it's just shit! They're still dancing. Pick up the fucking pace. What the hell is that on the? Oh, it's a it's a ghetto box on the back of his tights. Tu- tuned into Planet Funk. 
Uh, they're going to do the big show thing now? R- All right. Rick, didn't you used to be the program director of Planet Funk? Me? Yeah. yeah. I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. Yep. yep. All right. That's why it's in, in a top ten market now. Oh, spin days. the wheel. Make the deal. Oh, it's table. Oh, did I give uh, that away? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. He did. I'm trying not to give away. Shh, Rick. Is. Rick. Shh. Tables. There is it, it is. Yeah. I can't even see the wheel, so. No, no, no. This, they, they, they spun the wheel and made the deal on the pre-show on YouTube. We already, we already saw this. Or for those of you that saw the uh, uh, Ms. Santino Morella match on the pre-show on YouTube, because there was no pre-show, at least for us here in Canada. Spoil anything then? Well, as we all know, it's a it's a tables match for the Intercontinental Championship. Correct. Look at all those tables! Holy smokes! And by the way, for those that wanted to know, that asked me uh, via Facebook message earlier today, yes, is the correct answer. To the question of will Jake the Snake Roberts make it to Comic-Con here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, the answer once again, yes, Jake made it. Unfortunately, I was unable to attend the show because, what was it, they sold about 5,000 pre-orders and... Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. 50,000 people showed up that didn't have tickets, so it was... uh, I didn't go. And of those 5,000 people that had tickets for the Friday event, 3,000 didn't get in. I want to waste my time because I know I was getting in. Wow. That's just, that's just poor planning by whoever's running. By the there. promoters, absolutely. It was, uh, it was front page news on the, uh, on the Calgary Sun yesterday that the promoters raped and pillaged good paying people who came from a long way away and, in fact, couldn't get in to see the entire cast of star trek next generation stan lee amongst others i'm just glad that you know our good friend jason clevitz gave me the heads up on that because i would have hated to have you know driven to the train station caught the train down to, to the stampede grounds attempted to get in and then would have to go right back i, I would have been pissed so i saved myself the, the trouble and you know it is what it is but I knew they a lot. A ton of money. I know. I, I know. I knew a lot of people that had purchased tickets well in advance that went down on Friday and yesterday and simply couldn't get in. And we're told, well, if you go online to this particular website, we will process a refund for you that might take four to six weeks for you to get. That's good planning, eh? Scummy. No, that's just being scummy, so I can make the interest off it and still. So, for those asking, no, I did not get to see my idol Shane from The Walking Dead. I did not oh. go to the show. I was heartbroken. Guy from The Walking Dead? We, oh, my. Yeah, Shane, the one that got killed. He was my idol, you know. I did a tribute to him when hot. he was killed off. He got double tapped. I was really pissed about that. I mean, he got killed by two generations of the same fucking family. I'm I sure mean, glad. That's I'm genocide, folks. I'll have, I think you kind of spoiled that deal for me. That's okay. I'm a couple seasons behind, but it's all right. <laughs> well, that's okay. I didn't tell you when it happens, but we just know it happens. Oh, so maybe it happens at the end of the last season, but that would just be, you know, my TV sense kicking in. Well, there you go. But, I mean, Rick, if, if you're just now, like, watching The Walking Dead and you're a couple seasons behind, uh, sorry, buddy. We, oh, we've covered I mean, it. Keep hear everybody say how awesome it is. So I'm like, all right, I'll say how awesome it is. So we, we've been, we've awesome. been covering this on Unplugged for a long time. Like, we were actually doing, for a couple weeks before the show ended, we are actually doing, like, uh, talking about each episode, so we've already spoiled it on this network. How sad. That's all right. I'm long over time it. ago. Big Show's beating on. Oh, it looks like Cody Rhodes. He's beating them. That's good for him, ain't it? 
All right, so we've got this Intercontinental Tables match in progress right now as uh, Big Show is just hammering down on poor little Cody Rhodes. Jeez. Look at that back body drop. Oh, my God, he knocked him about 20 feet in the air, did the Big Show. Poor little Cody Rhodes. Poor little Cody yeah, Rhodes. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and start things off with quick picks. I'm going to start with Shark this time. Well, you know what? Out of the shoot, we've seen uh, uh, the Big Show beat Cody Rhodes senses as he calls for quiet in the Allstate Arena and chops him on the chest again. Um, logic would say that the Big Show retains, and I would go with logic on this one. But you got to know that at some point that Cody's going to get the Duke. Uh, I just don't see it being tonight, and I'll go with uh, uh, Paul White. The Big Show is my quick pick tonight. Well, Harmony is giving me the heads up for Big Show to go over, so she has Big Show picked in this particular endeavor rick who you got uh uh let's see big show won the last one i'm gonna go with cody i think that cody will uh, get a push oh my god oh big show is yeah. killing him I, I i'm gonna agree with rick i think that uh you know you you put big show over at wrestlemania just to kind of further the feud but i think by hook or by crook tonight i think cody is gonna is gonna win this match and the intercontinental championship back i mean really at this stage in the game, what good is it for Big Show to be the Intercontinental Champion when clearly Cody is the one who is deserving of the push? To me, the Big Show is just kind of, uh, he's just kind of there. You know, I mean, they've been teasing a tag title run with him and Kali, which... God why, help us all. Why go there, but God. I don't know. I'd rather him be a tag team champion with Kali than the Intercontinental Champion. I guess. So, I mean, by hook or by crook, I think Cody somehow possibly by interference, is going to get the win here and regain his coveted Intercontinental Championship. People in chat are asking me what Dusty Rhodes thinks about this. Let me see if I can channel him real quick. Hello, Dusty. Dusty. Oh. Great googly moogly, Shag. I'm telling you now, my boy, the future world heavyweight champion of the world, if you will. Cody Rhodes, look at that, baby. Cody Rhodes off the table with the beautiful Dadatha kick to the face of the big show. I'm telling you, Cody Rhodes, baby. He's golden. He's the golden child. He's the prodigy in this business. He's going to be the next world heavyweight champion tonight, baby. He's going to be a kind of champion for the second time, baby. I'm going with Cody Rhodes. The dream is out, baby. The dream <laughs> with his quick pick here on Sunday Night Showdown on the SNS Radio Network. I was going to ask the dream before he quickly exited the studio here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, about his days with Tricky Dicky. Dirty Dick Murdoch, but that's a that's a question for another day that we'll have to pose to the Dream because I remember growing up in Winnipeg and seeing the Dream and Dirty Dick Murdoch beat the living hell out of the Crusher and the Bruiser, and I it was like yesterday, and I couldn't Im imagine the amount of blood, the proverbial stuck chicken that day. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one of my favorite tag teams of all time, the uh, the Dream and Dirty Dick. But, uh, yeah, as the Big Show continues to pummel, beat, if you will, the Dream's son, Cody. It's quite the ass kicking. No kidding. I don't know if that's part of making him look good or whatever, but he, oh, oh, here we go. That mommy, I'll baby, back in the day when Cody was a bad boy, he used to take him to the woodshed, if you will. And, Jacques, to answer your question from earlier, yep. the only tricky dick I ever played with was my own. Thank you very much. Damn! <laughs> Dusty. So, oh, Dusty, of course, given new meaning to the word self-clubbering. 
and, <laughs> and, and, and Tricky Dick isn't even around anymore because he's he's passed on, if you will. Whole lot of clever going on uh, wow. in the bathroom, if you will. <laughs> that's, that sounds like, that just, sounds like a oh, song. Oh. He just oh that's oh. oh and Cody Rhodes drop kicks the Big Show to the knee. He the broke big the table. Big, the Big Show. He won. He, the Big Show it. steps through the table. Hence, the referee calls for the bell. Your winner, the son of the plumber, Cody Rhodes, and your new awesome. Intercontinental Champion. Wow, was that a finisher? What? Rick and I called that. Of course, I didn't pick him on my four down, but um, <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of a cheap. Uh, I guess, oh, that's kind of a cheap way to do it. Well, I no, guess. because he kicked him onto the table that and he broke sense. it. Yeah. I got you, but I, it, it could have been a little oh. more. Oh, harpoon by the big show. <laughs> that was a hell of a spear. No, it's a oh, harpoon. It's a harpoon. Harpoon, yeah. The other tables, right? Such Didn't a big spear, it was a harpoon, yeah. Sorry, Rick, go ahead. I said they have like 10 more tables they got to break, or else they have to have some jabronis bring them back to the back. So I'm sure they're going to break another table or two, right? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Hopefully Goldie comes out and tries to stop this. Oh, that'd be neat. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or Dusty. Or or both. I mean, he just got off the phone with us. So, That's it. You know, maybe Dusty will run down there and do something. Who knows? Uh, we're about my... to see a choke slam through the table as the big show is posturing. Cody gets him up. Smash. And he goes through the table. Oh, he ain't done. Oh, maybe he is. He's walking away like a Cheshire cat. That's a large man. That's all, all I know. A Cheshire cat that's just fucked some pussy. Wow, did I just say that? Okay, Trey. <laughs> Listen, I was talking dirt on this network before. Anyways. You mentioned Clevett. I haven't heard that name in like 100 years. Yeah, Jason I... Clevett's been a busy boy lately with uh, Wrestle Union in Toronto. Three days of, of magnificent coverage of that. Make sure to check that out on slamsportswrestling.com. And, or .ca, pardon me. The big show's not, you're right, Rick, not yeah. finished with the son of the plumber yet. Ooh. There's another table to go through yet. Oh, he's going to. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh. Ow. Damn. You'll break a tailbone. Ow. Oh, no. <laughs> Referee's like, are you okay? No, oh, it hurts. Damn it. It hurts. In case you didn't know, this giant fucking dude just threw me out of the ring through a table. What do you think? Are you okay? Yeah. Oh, and the answer would That's be right. no. I'm not. No, I... the Give him a few weeks off. I think he's going to be the guy who's in the marine. Do the words "compressed vertebrae" mean anything to you? Wow. Yeah. He won the battle, but he lost the war, folks. Give me a replay on that. Not the replay of him getting kicked in the knee and jobbing himself out, but the replay of him throwing him out of the ring. Here it is. Well, here's the replay of the. Uh... Yeah. Drop kick to the knee, step uh, through the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's almost like a Pat Patterson finish. It's not or a dusty finish. Or a dusty yeah. finish, yeah, exactly. I always like the double dusty, but <laughs> double dusty. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we go ahead and take our first commercial break of the evening, because this is a great time to do it. And we'll be back with more live coverage of Extreme Rules right here on the SNS Radio Network. You're listening to Extreme Rules on Sunday Night Showdown. We'll be right back, guys, right after this. 
Yo, this is Roddy Roddy Piper on the SNS Network. Baby, you should listen to it just to hear what I got to say. Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps, sexay of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlocks2headlines.com. In March of 2012, the two former hosts of the popular Causecast radio show, the phenom Charles Shane and Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ Sexay reunited on Friday nights to cover WWE SmackDown, the latest news in the world of professional wrestling, the world of gaming, and entertainment. If you tune in on Friday nights, starting at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, on the SNS Radio Network, located at www.snsradionetwork.com, perhaps you can listen to the U-Team on the new Unplugged. Now it's time for another edition of A Day in the Life of Hulk Hogan. To all my little Hulkamaniacs out there, Hulk Hogan just got back from the club, brother, and I'm about to lay the smack down on some poor, unsuspecting female that I met at the bar, brother. Are you ready for the Hulkster, brother? I was born ready. I, I've never done anything like this before, but I, I've seen you my whole life. My brother had posters of you on his door. Well, your brother's got good taste, dude. <laughs> so the question you got to be asking yourself, brother, what you going to do when the 24-inch python runs wild on you? Rip the shirt, Hulk. Rip the shirt. Rip it. Uh. Why isn't it ripping? Hulk! Brother, it's not pre-cut, brother. Sorry. How about I just take it off? Okay. Are you ready for the 24-inch python? Oh, 
I'm so ready. I love Python. Well, get ready, brother. Why did you call me brother? Uh, just to have you don't like it when I call you brother. I, I kind of like it when you call me brother. <laughs> kind of turns you on, doesn't it, brother? <laughs> it kind of does. I do this all the time with Brutus Beefcake, brother. But I, but I really want to see the python, Hulk. The python. All right, brother, close your eyes. And get ready for a big surprise. Oh, okay. Hulk? Hulk? Here comes the 24-inch python, brother. Is that like a baby python? Oh, must be cold in here, brother. Give me a second. And while the Hulkster looks for his fanny pack, we conclude yet another day in the life of Hulk Hogan. This is Rikishi, and you're listening to SNS Radio. Stay tuned and don't touch that dial. All right, guys, we're back right here live on the SNS Radio Network. You're listening to Sunday Night Showdown as we bring you live pay-per-view coverage of WWE's Extreme Rules pay-per-view. We're setting up right now for the two out of three falls match between the world heavyweight champion Sheamus, who won in 18 seconds at WrestleMania, against the former champion, Daniel Bryan, who blames the loss on, of course, AJ. The video package is playing in the background as we speak. And joining me here in the studio, he is the great white Mark the Shark DiCarlo, also Slick Rick Hendrickson, on the phone line, and I believe the Trey Dog was trying to call in in a second, so hopefully we'll have the Trey Dog on the program here momentarily. But uh, with that said, I'm actually enjoying the show so far. What do you guys think? I, I found it to be uh, highly entertaining so far. Certainly the uh, uh, magnificent match that Kane and uh, the Viper Randy Orton put on out of the shoot was good. Uh, the non-match between Ziggler and Brodus Clay and the Dancing Midget not great. I gave it about a 2 out of 10, as you might expect. But uh, uh, so far, very entertaining. The crowd at the Allstate Arena in uh, Chicago, Illinois, has been hot, to put it in uh, one word. And uh, so far, so good. And uh, certainly this uh, 2 out of 3 falls match, the rematch for the World Heavyweight Championship between the current champion, uh, Sheamus, the great white Sheamus. And by the way, I just want to go on record as saying that, in fact, that is not a uh, an original name. In fact, J.J. Sexay gave Mark the Shark to Carlo that moniker long before WWE did. But uh, this match is certainly going to last more, guys, than 18 seconds as we saw the two of them uh, go that distance at Mania. This match being, of course, two out of three falls. Well, Maybe. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> six six seconds of fall? Yes. No, but 
<laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's not, not going to be as good as people think. And uh, what about you, JT? He's there, but Trey Dog, are you with us? Oh, man. I just. Oh, I worked about 18 hours straight, overslept the first hour of the pay per view, so. I'm here. I don't know what the hell's happened so far, so clue me in. Well, let's see. In the pre-show, we saw Santino Morella and The Miz on YouTube. Santino right. regained, or excuse me, Santino retained the United States Championship. Uh, we oh, started the show off at Extreme Rules with Randy Orton and Kane in a very, very good match. Randy Orton gets the win via RKO on the chair, basically right. as a reversal to Kane's Tombstone Piledriver. Uh, let me see. What else did we see? Brodus and uh, Mr. Ziggles. Yeah, Brodus killed yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Killed him, literally. And then we saw the tables match between the Big Show and Cody Rhodes. Nice finish in that. Uh, in which the finish revolved around the Big Show basically putting himself through a table simply because Cody drop-kicked his knee to the outside and there was a table set up right by the apron, so Big Show falls one leg first through the table, cracks the table, and because he went through the table, thanks to the drop kick from Cody, Cody regains the Intercontinental Championship, and so that's what you've missed so far on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I was trying to piece that together because I saw Cody laying down like he'd been all you know jacked up, but then I saw him handing him the t table, and then like, they panned the Big Show, and it looked like Big Show just didn't really use shit. He was kind of like, hey, well. <laughs> oh, well, oops. Seamus has the uh, sporting the new T-shirt. Uh, the offshoot to the yes, yes, yes is 18 seconds, uh, referencing the time that it took for him to beat Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania and gain that world heavyweight title. Oh, it's nice to see that he's got a new shirt. Hope he doesn't do the uh, same way that Cena doesn't have a different color every three weeks. But hmm. I want one of them yes, yes, yes shirts, though. Yes, yes, yes. I like the Miz's new shirt, too, but that's a little protective. We all know where the Miz's career is going lately. Your shirt's awesome. In, in, the, in, the same, in the same toilet as Dolph Ziggler's career, unfortunately. I don't know. I don't know like, like, what's the deal? He was the big-time deal last year, and now he's, like, barely keeping. Barely on the radar, yeah, point, yeah. You know? Trey, I want to apologize for not being able to be on the uh, last TNA version of Sunday Night Showdown. Uh, kid had some uh, hockey going on, and uh, uh, I heard through the grapevine and a number of sources that uh, yourself and uh, uh, and the Bronx father and Brass Eye held on the fort, and it was a very good pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, really good show. It made the, the pay-per-view coverage easier when the show was as good as it was. Uh, I mean, there were a couple of TNA moments where you go, eh, you know. But for the most part, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. Nice. Nice. And uh, uh, kudos to uh, uh, to Tony Mirabella, the Bronx father, doing an outstanding job lately. And uh, I went solo the other night, I heard on the uh, Pro Wrestling Rewind. And uh, uh, that was... Uh, uh, <laughs> Interesting to say the least. Bit, but that's just a rumor. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, he, I actually heard that he's going to buy that Seamus shirt. 18 seconds was the first sexual encounter he ever had. Oh, wow. With Rosie Palm. Oh, oh. even I didn't go there. <laughs> hey, JJ, let me. Bronx Father has a new Ask nickname you, does it called. Sound like I'm on Wi Fi, or should I, should I hang up and hardwire my computer? I would hardwire the computer because you do skip a little bit. So yeah, I can okay. tell you're on Wi-Fi. 
Yeah, there's some lag there. All right, because I can hear you and Shark perfect, but then every time Rick talks, it's like a drive-in window. Yeah, it's got to be the Wi-Fi. So, all right, I'll hang out. I'll call you guys right back. All right. That's what's playing hell on our stream, I think. Uh, stream's lagging? Wi-Fi? Yeah. It's yeah, the Wi-Fi. Every time Trey talks, it kind of buries and then he comes back up. You guys. Um, for During the break, it kept dropping me, so I don't know if there's... There's like a little internet issue going on too, but well, you know, I, I had this problem. By the on, way, uh, at, I had this problem on Friday night too, so I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It, it just said you have it, when it was dropping me. It says, "Oh, you're having trouble connecting," and then about three seconds later, it would reconnect me to you. So, well, Rick sounds Jameis, fine. Rick sounds fine. Is this? Did I miss the first fall? No, no, no. no this is the first fall. No, this is fall one. Okay, so maybe it's going to be longer than 18 seconds. It's it already is. Much. Yep. That guy looks so huge next to <laughs> to Daniel Bryan, though. It looks like he's wrestling a midget. Are you guys talking or am I just... No, you were talking, so I don't oh, want to interrupt yeah. you. Sorry about that. No, please, go ahead. No, yeah, it, it just... He looks so small. That's probably why Vince doesn't like oh. him. A Seamus administering a victory roll that I haven't seen in I don't know how long on Daniel Bryan, a, a French-Canadian wrestler by the name of Edouard Carpentier made that maneuver uh, famous. And uh, uh, not, none of you listening to the show right now are old enough to remember that, other than yours truly. So, you know, he's got a, it, got a bit of a got a bit of a uh, Texas clover leaf uh, <laughs> on on uh, Daniel Bryan right now. Haven't seen that since uh, the professor's son, Dean Malenko, used to administer. That is a finishing maneuver. He's going to do it again. Oh. This is, I, I'm telling you, this match is probably going to be the best match on the card by far. A Texas cloverleaf administered by an Irish dude on a guy from Washington State. Go figure. Go figure that out. I called it the Canadian maple leaf for a second there, but then, you know, yeah, it is the Texas cloverleaf. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's once again, I think Pat Patterson has been digging through the uh, the finishing dictionary in in uh, WWE uh, Titan Towers in Stanford. There's a lot of stuff we've seen tonight that we haven't seen in a very long time. JJ, I would agree with that. Sorry, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to do something. You guys are. Gonna oh, I'm to, sorry. All right. Tell you what, guys, you you guys just go ahead on the broadcast without me. I'm going to try and figure out what's going on with our sound. I might have a backup here because our stream is fucked. Well, let me know what you need, because I, uh, I can do it. I happen to be sitting in the studio right now. Uh, Daniel Bryan just knocked uh, Sheamus out of the ring, by the way. Yeah, he gave him a clothesline, Rick, and caught him a little bit high on the bridge of the nose, and now gives a baseball slide dropkick to Sheamus, who was uh, lying on the ring apron, and Sheamus bumped right on the back of his head on the uh, exterior mat as Daniel Bryan now runs at him and... Sheamus catches him and throws him spine first into the retaining wall. Wow. That was nice. Ooh, and the replay even looks better. Look at that. Well, Rick, you, your, your stream is about 30 seconds ahead of ours, and usually it's, it's the other way around. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm usually way behind. I know. But this is this has been pretty good thus far. Is there like a this is an is there like a stiff, oh it's a two out of three? But that's the only thing, right? There's no like no DQ or anything. 
No, no, we're still in fall number one of uh, the best two out of three fall no, rematch. No, there's no like, stipulation outside of the two out of three. No, no, that that's the only stip. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it. And, and you know what? The uh, the chemistry between Daniel Bryan and uh, Sheamus lately has been fantastic. Um, they've been wrestling, what, four or five nights a week in every house show that they do and uh, Raw and uh, SmackDown and... You know, you, you just wonder as to when the office is going to pull the trigger and uh, send the two in different directions. Uh, you know, I, I, for one, have been enjoying the matches between the two. I think that they're getting better, and I think that it's cool that they're not making a joke out of it anymore like they did at WrestleMania, but um, I'd like to see Del Rio get back in the picture. Yeah, well, you know what, Rick? It'll be interesting to see when, in fact, Alberto Del Rio does re-enter a regular program on WWE television programming. Um, as we see Daniel Bryan try to separate the fingers from the hand of the great white Sheamus. And the crowd, I mean, the, you know what? I see it time and time and again. Look at that move where Daniel Bryan is stepping on the arm of, of Sheamus while he's got the other arm... Um, in a hammerlock, really neat maneuver. Uh, and, and I find it really interesting that no matter how much the office tries with a promo or some dirty maneuver that they have Daniel Bryan administer in the ring, that on a consistent basis, he's still over like Rover with the fans of the WWE Universe. How about, well, how about the fact that they override his yeses with boos on SmackDown? Yeah, that's just a boo track, a boo audio track, because... Uh, uh, the fans in the arena are consistently behind Daniel Bryan, uh, if only for cheering yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think they're desperately trying to make that go away because they don't want that to turn into the Stone Cold What thing because like, they just got people to stop doing that. Too late. Yeah, I know. I'm happy about it. Oh, my phone's dead. That's always good. People walking through airports chanting yes, yes, yes. As we uh, re-welcome the award-winning co-host of Wrestling News Live, the Trey Dog, sounding clear as clear. a bell Is this now. clear? Is this clear? Dead. This is locked and loaded looking for chickies. <laughs> You're looking for chickies? I don't know. Uh, maybe Eve Torres would tickle your fancy. Boy, she looked good on Raw the other night. God damn. All right. The new executive assistant of Johnny Laurinaitis. Yes. Oh, is that the executive fun back? Well, it was funny because when she it. And, oh. Hey, uh, by the way, Ruin DJ All Caps, second home sex A. I say yes. Happy anniversary to the two of them. Yes, absolutely. And they're trying to fix the uh, audio issues we're having. But uh, yes, indeed, the uh, the sex A's celebrated their sixth anniversary yesterday. And six uh, times. Six, six times. times. Six times. Which one of them you think says six times? Six. Uh, you know, we we appreciate it. Uh, I hasten to say none of them, Trey. But uh, a, a good rib it was. <laughs> I know who I'd vote for. <laughs> Anyways, um, there's a Bronx father says sound. Uh, the stream sounds good right now. Sounds All right, well that's good to know. I could pull it up on my phone and see if I can hear it. <laughs> Stray attitude says, "When did Trey join in?" Anthony says, "Well, Stray it started a long time ago when the show called Wrestling News Live and a dude named JSK." A long, long time ago. Well, is that like 15 years now or something? I'm just wrestled out, man. I, I did my picks this morning at like 
I don't know, 4.30 this morning when I was at work. and I didn't completely forget about the pay-per-view, but I didn't completely remember about the pay-per-view either. I just wasn't excited about it. I feel like you guys feel on TNA nights. I only fill up the picks because I feel bad when I don't fill them out because, well, I don't know. Does it, like, affect the whole league if I don't fill mine out? Well, like, last week, or last last week, last pay-per-view, we only lost by six points. Now, I'm not sure how that works. Does that mean, like, if one more person would have joined our team and voted and got six right, would we have tied? I don't know how that works. I don't know how they do it. Um, but I know that we were only, we were only down by six points going into the second pay-per-view of the year. I can tell you that my picks will not help because the tonight does. Well, sounding from what I've heard so far, I, I, I lost the big show Cody Rhodes pick. I, I would say most people did. Who did, who, who fought, uh, Dolphin Ziggles again? Ziggles fought, uh, Ziggles fought Brodus Clay and, uh, Brodus went over. Oh, see, that was a, that wasn't a pick that you could make, so I didn't I didn't lose nothing there. Um, that was that was a non scheduled match, right? Okay. Um, so uh, what was the? Go ahead and read it. Read Kluby in here. What was the first match again? It was Kane and Cody Rhodes. I got I got uh, probably Kane and uh, Randy Kane Orton. And Big Show or Kane and, and Randy Orton. Kane I, and Randy Orton. Yes. I got I got Randy. Cool. I had Randy. And uh, back to the action of the ring as we see Daniel Bryan ascend the top turnbuckle. Looks like he's going to give Sheamus a uh, Frankensteiner, but Sheamus would have none of it. Blocked the Frankensteiner, and here comes the big shoulder tackle off the top turnbuckle. One, two, and oh! Daniel Bryan kicks out just as the referee was coming down with the count of three. Anyways, we're going to continue on as we uh, reconnect Slick Rick Henderson and the Trey Dog via the Skype line here on uh, on Sunday Night Showdown. A near fall. Uh, wow, that certainly looked like Sheamus was going to get the three count. And the first, we're still only in the first fall of this best two out of three fall uh, contest for the for Sheamus's World Heavyweight Championship. He tries to inside out Daniel Bryan back into the ring, low bridge. And Sheamus bumps on the outside as Daniel Bryan pulls the top rope down. Okay, I guess we're back. I guess we're back. So that wasn't only me that dropped it. Is that what I'm... It was both of us. It was both of okay. us. I, was, I just saw you talking, and then you, your voice came out, and I, the box around your picture was still moving. So I'm like, oh, I won't talk. Maybe he's talking. I can't hear him. And Trey had a box <laughs> around him? By the way, Trey, uh, discerning people, inquiring minds, uh, were, were guessing prior to your arrival on the broadcast... Uh, this evening, why, in fact, you were late. There was some speculation that in finally um, Velvet Sky gave in last night. <laughs> I wouldn't be here right now. I do. I know. Um, That's what I said. No, I, I, uh, I just woke up from my nap. <laughs> it's okay. We all have to have our beauty sleep, you know. Yes. Some would say me more than others, but anyways, that's a different story. Oh. I, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently... If you haven't noticed on Facebook, I have a child. You do? Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, somebody's claiming to have, be my baby's mama on Facebook. Awesome. Somebody, some kid called his mama, and you became the papa? Uh, apparently, there's a picture of a kid that looks just like me on uh, Facebook. <laughs> Does the kid have a full beard as well? No, just a goatee. Okay. 
And uh, wear, wear a little kid wearing a do rag with a goatee and a Harley Davidson T-shirt and a tattoo. And uh, the 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 kid or the mom is claiming that you're the father. Uh, nobody, nobody yet. Our listener base, I think, is more worried about me than anything else. So there is no medical substantiation. Nobody can confirm nor de- will you. Will you at this point deny that in fact you are the father? Depends on who the mother is. Um, <laughs> I, I got right. a letter in the mail saying, "Meet me at the Maury Povich show." That's all I know. Awesome. So, so you cannot confirm nor deny that, in fact, you are the no, father. I know that Maury will get to the bottom of it. He always does. You don't that bastard. Maury's going to make his submit to a uh, paternity test, no doubt. Yeah, I'll take a lie detector and all that jazz. Well, he might make his submit to more than that. You might have to uh, do something in a little plastic cup. And then all of a sudden, the last thing you'll hear is, you, in fact, are the father. Oh, God. You guys should see. There was a video on YouTube of of a Maury guest, and he tells him he's not the father. Uh-oh. Guys, I have to, guys, I have to interject here. The referee has disqualified Daniel Bryan. Therefore, the winner of the first fall of the match is none other than the great white Sheamus. Wow. Wow. So does he get like a minute in between? I think so, he... yeah. No, I think they make you get back on his feet before they ring the bell. Oh, so, okay. So he could continue to pummel him if he chose. No, I think I think that that really they they give them a respite, but I think Trey's right uh, that that uh, they got to wait till the the guy down gets back up to his feet before they'll restart the match. Boom! Uh, that was a nice move, huh? Wow! Of course, Shark probably hasn't seen that yet. <laughs> no, both of your guys' streams oh. are oh, uh, big oh, dropkick yes, to the lock. to the bridge of the nose of Sheamus and. Daniel Bryan going for the label lock, or the I guess he's calling it the the Daniel Bryan lock. Gonna tap out. He ain't gonna tap out. Come on, Sheamus wouldn't tap. Tap out on this fall. He's no Sammy Davis, unless he's gonna win the match. He's working up to it. It's getting close. Just tap the mat, bro. It's okay. He'll get. You know, I don't like Daniel Bryan, but I got to admit, that's a pretty damn good lock. No kidding. Good, yeah. It looks like he uh, had a date with Christian's spray-on tanning designer. He looks awfully yellow next to the great white. Anybody looks tan next to Seamus, though. I mean, Bryan looks like orange and yellow. He just looks strange. I don't like like the low camera angle. You don't like that angle? I'm going to raise his arm three times, right, Trey? Oh, no, yes. not even going to do that. No, he just said he's out. No. Are you kidding me? No tap. But they didn't raise yeah. his arm or anything. No you know? tapping. He, he said he's unconscious. Therefore, the I second guess. fall goes to Daniel Bryan. That was I guess a- that means that uh, <laughs> there goes my theory for the same kind of ending in the Brock Lesnar-John Cena match. Oh. And here comes the medics. The medics. It's Daniel Bryan's just chance, yes, along with the crowd. The medics are waking up Sheamus. I sense some kind of weird kind of stoppage due to a medical scenario in this match. I don't know. There comes more medics. Did we ever do our quick fix for this match? Oh, oh. <laughs> no, and, and you know what? We, we better do it right now because if they stop it, it's going to be over. Well, <laughs> JJ? That's 
I'll start it off. I picked uh, I picked Sheamus to retain. Yeah. Harmony also picked Sheamus. Shark? Oh, no, not Harmony. I uh, screwed. I picked Sheamus as well. Yeah. Rick. I pick. Yeah, I have Sheamus. I have Sheamus, and not because I could see that he's getting up right now, but I have Sheamus. And to seal our fate, I had Sheamus too. I say, oh no, Harmony, because she's usually the voice of reason when we all agree. She's usually the one that says no, but it's the other way, and it is right. Watch Sheamus roll him up real quick and get the victory. You think this is all a fake? It's gonna get my. I, I think he rolls him up. I think no, I don't think he's faking, but I think he rolls him up, and then Daniel Bryan's mad at himself because he allowed. Sheamus to get the first win that, that would make via sense. disqualification. And it, we haven't had a roll-up finish in a long time. Well, well, well yeah, this is WWE, not TNA. So. Right. My vote's for a broke kick after the medics get out, and Brian will come charging in, and it'll be blam! And that'll be it. Yeah, I'll have a wrinkle on that one. I could pick up the pace. As we have the 20 minutes of yes chance by Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Hopefully well, everybody's he's saying yes, and they're saying No. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hopefully the stream is broadcasting better now, folks. I, if it goes down, we'll we'll try something else. But uh, for Sorry now, it seems like it's party. fine. That's right. Oh, sad. There's the broke kick. Oh, I'm Will sorry. you guys stop? It? You're ruining it for us. You're like 30 <laughs> seconds ahead of us. Well, Trey's on the same level as I know. Me. Yeah, but we but we agreed this is going to happen two minutes ago. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I have breaking news, and I got to credit. One of the co-hosts on my show, Unplugged, on Friday nights, ladies and gentlemen, Charles Shane, has just sent me an update from WWE. Beth Phoenix has not been cleared to wrestle, and Nikki Bella will face a mystery opponent. Can anybody say, awesome, Kong, karma. karma comes back tonight and wins the belt? Because if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, when Karma left the WWE, the Bella Twins made fun of her, and she said, I hope you're here when I come back. Okay. Tell me that doesn't make 110% sense to have Karma come out and destroy the Bella Twins. Well, and you just sealed the fate for Karma's return tonight because you said it makes 110% sense, therefore it won't be her. Probably uh, not. Or, or if it happens, it might be less than 18 seconds. Or it'll be Natalia. Or it'll be and Natalia. she'll fart. Nikki Bell will pass out. She'll get the belt. <laughs> Your winner via flatulation. I picked the Bella Twins to go over, which are actually I picked the Bella Twins to to uh, lose again to win via disqualification. Well, I think that match is a wash because it doesn't happen. So or or if it's Natty, can you can you hear it now? Your winner via flatulation. Oh, that'd be hot. I guess JJ wouldn't that be true if if. Uh, they changed the match, and that, and, and it's not who they said it was on four down. Would that match just kind of disappear on our picks? It would have to, yeah, unless you pick Bella to retain, I guess. Yeah, if you pick Bella, well, it would count. Yeah, but I mean, it, you didn't pick her to retain over who she actually is going to be fighting. I think so. technically, if, if Beth Phoenix isn't part of the match, then, thrown out. then, then four down dot org would, would throw it out. Yeah, yeah. All right. This match is still going on, by the way, after that broke kick, which is kind of cool. Yep. Sheamus broke kicking a pin, but it wasn't. Sheamus heavily favoring that uh, left forearm after the pummeling that he took. Yep. Maybe he had a stroke. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh. Sheamus is setting up for a superplex, but Daniel Bryan's got his legs locked around that rope and will not budge. It's going to be a nice spot 
from the top here as Brian hits the headbutts, knocks Sheamus to the ground, ascends the top rope. It's actually good to be ahead of them for once. Usually they're ahead of me by 10 seconds. Yeah, I'm usually a minute behind. Wipeout as he comes off with, I think he was going for a headbutt, but nobody was home, ladies and gentlemen. Both men down. Ironically, we were talking about Brian having his legs locked and Nikki Bell all at the same time a little while ago. Okay, well, the difference is Brian had his legs locked. Nikki did not have hers locked. That's the difference. Ouch. (laughs) Even Harmony looked at me like, what? (laughs) Did you uh, get my uh, congratulations on your sixth anniversary a little while ago? Um, I haven't been on Facebook for a while, so if, if you sent it, I appreciate no, it. No, no, I said I said, said it on the air. Live on the air, yeah. Oh, I, I missed it. I'm sorry. But thank you. I said, you know what? I wonder which one of them, when they're celebrating, was actually the one saying, six time, six time, six time. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get an answer on that out of him. Karma, Karma was just on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Once oh. again, I want to thank Charles. Karma's on Twitter saying, so um, who out there wants think- to see Abella get punished? To the extreme. Well, if that isn't a giveaway. Hashtag extreme rules. That was a nice broke yeah. there. And yeah, Sheamus. And re- retaining. Yeah. Sheamus wins via the broke kick. You know you know why that's a good tool, JJ? Why that's a good, cool thing to do? Because a lot of us are going to go, oh, well, that gives it away. No, because a lot of those people that have the smartphones have Twitter on their phones, and they have it to where it'll beep like a text when they get an update on somebody they follow. And if you're following her on Twitter, then you're in the arena right now, and your phone just beeped, and you got that message, and you're going, huh, I wonder what's going on. Anthony Farley asks in the chat room, memory lane, wasn't last year's Extreme Rules pay-per-view when John Cena made the announcement that Osama bin Laden was deemed killed? You are correct. After the show went off the air, he did make those remarks. Yeah, weren't you guys on that night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were yeah, on both nights, the we, night after and then the night We made did. that announcement right here on this show. It was announced right here. We, yeah, we did a 45-minute post-show about that very uh, killing. And when, yeah. when Barack Obama gets uh, reelected this year, that's going to be the defining moment for his oh, re-election cool. campaign. Well, that and that there's no one decent to run against the guy. Yeah, like who are you going to yeah, vote gonna for say. fucking Mitt, Mitt Romney? <laughs> Like a guy with the, the name like a baseball glove? That ain't going to happen. I, I'd vote I for a fucking sock puppet, so, a sock puppet <laughs> before I would vote for Barack Obama. I'm sorry. I'd vote for the, I'd vote for the sock puppet. Sock puppet. Sock puppet. Is that like near Pawtucket? See what, see what happens <laughs> when you're sick? You, you don't enunciate right. That's all right. This thing just won't go away. <laughs> sorry. I'd vote for Santino Morella before I'd vote for that motherfucker again. I'd vote for Santino right now, no matter who's running. Problem is, nobody's going to beat Barack. It's me. I'm going to be the president of the United States. I'm the U.S. champion. I deserve to be the president. Did you guys see Barack on Jimmy Fallon the other night? Wow. Did you smell what Barack was cooking? I I, I saw it. Aren't you Canadian? I am Canadian. He is. I'm not. I watch Jimmy Fallon every day. I'm very sorry for you. Funniest motherfucker on TV. Uh, well, Jimmy, used to Jimmy be. Fallon is the best late night show on television. No kidding, with the Roots Band, and he is funny. Yeah, he Very is funny. Uh, do you, funny, you funny guys dude. still have your own Canadian uh, comedian? Canadian, Canadian late night television comedian? No, yeah. the, the only the only uh, Canadian comedian that's worth any any weight right now is a funny dude. Uh, his name is Russell Peters, and really He's awesome. And really, other than Russell Peters, there ain't nobody. 
There might he's be, but I've never heard of him or her. He's been on the radio show here locally a bunch of times. He's hilarious. Oh, right. goody. We get another impromptu match. Oh, Looks like no. Ryback's about to show up. Is that Kali? I love the great Kali. Look so at we have Santino and the great Kali backstage seeing two jobbers in the ring about to get a microphone. So I guess Ryback is having a handicap match. The guy tonight. on the left looks like Bruce Hart's son, Tori Hart. It looks like MGK on crack. <laughs> Man, if you're built like that in the get the, get the, Aaron the Relic microphone, and Jay why Hatton. would you get in this business? Wow. Hey, the WWE threat. needs cruiserweights. Didn't you hear that they're doing a cruiserweight show? Oh, and they're giving him the fucking microphone. Wow. Have you not been watching SmackDown? They give the jobbers the microphone every week now. Wow. I've been busy at work. Sorry, bro. Ryback comes out and kills him in two minutes. Maybe it's Tensai. Or did they already show Ryback? Oh, no. This is totally a Ryback setup. They don't do this with anybody but Ryback. Does he, I, I don't see. He's a SmackDown guy. Does he usually beat up two guys at once, or is this something new? This would be something new. Okay. It's usually one guy. The guy talking down said, what are y'all <laughs> I think Sienna's bigger what, than him. rock tattoo. I just went out and got it. It's the paste-on rock tattoo, uh, Trey. You're well, right. That yeah. dude's a fucking redneck from hell. I think he's been inbred from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on the WWE pay-per-view tonight, and I'm going to get my ass kicked by Ryback. Fuck yeah. Uh. Look at my tattoo. I'd like to take my, my tattoo. I'd like to take my tag team partner toe for grace. <laughs> Y'all know what I did before this match? I slept with my sister. God. Between the two of you, I'm, I think we need to bring on Larry the Cable Guy soon. <laughs> That'd be fun one night on, on WNL. Interview Larry the Cable Guy. Get her done. I did it before the match, motherfucker. No. Here comes Ryback. Oh, look at Ryback with the RVD airbrushed outfit tonight. Well, the RVD's missing an outfit, so I'm uh... <laughs> you know, Ryback is the inbred child of uh, both RVD and Goldberg, folks. I know. What was his old name uh, in Nexus? Well, he was Skip Sheffield Skip, before. Skippy. Skippy Sheffield. He was Skip Sheffield, yeah. and back in 2004, he was a part of the Million Dollar Tough Enough. He was known as the silverback Ryan Reeves. Right. Which is, is that his real name, Ryan Reeves? I don't know. Ah, okay. Like Skippy Sheffield, that was a that was kind of an. Oh, he's gonna beat up a crackhead now. Hold on, here we go. For but I literally beating. think that is one of Rob Van Dam's. Uh... Yeah. Well, if it's not, it came from the same airbrush artist. I don't know the guy's wow. name. Are they chanting Goldberg? Uh, they are. Is, is this guy a midget or is he just that shitty? Who, who, I think I think Ryback has taken a bigger shit than this before. Who was the kid about ten years ago? The one-legged wrestler, Zach Gowan. The, Zach Gowan. That uh, this kid looks like Zach Gowan. Except this kid's got two legs. Zach, I think, is a better worker. Oh, Jesus. Zach's a better worker. You're right, Rick. I hope Ryback is the first one to beat Brodus Clay. Jesus. Look at this. Watch this move. Oh, nice power slam. My father did that move to me one night. I skipped school to go play pool. He just, he just like, power slammed a potato sack, folks. Jesus. Uh-oh. He's, you. like, tag him in. And here comes the kid from Alabama. The guy that just slept with his sister wants no part of Ryback. Here, come, here comes the clothesline from hell. Jesus. Literally. They are chanting Goldberg. Ooh. I don't know I if anybody else likes this Ryback character, but I'm loving it quite oh, frankly. I, I think it's fantastic. Harmony it's likes it. Harmony likes it, yeah. Here comes the muscle buster. No, he's going to do the... Oh, the, the butt buster. Yeah. No, he did the over-the-shoulder stunner thing that he yes. used to do with Skip Sheffield. Oh, he's got some cool moves. That was neat. 
Oh, no, he's going to kill the crackhead. Oh. <laughs> oh, here comes a fisher. Well, here comes his muscle buster. Yeah. He's going to so, do it to both of them before he pins them. Oh. That's, that's the so fall-away muscle buster. He's going to pin both of them. Yep. I hope that they have time for Albert to have a match. should be awesome. I need another And squash. it's academic, ladies and gentlemen. Ryback gets to win. Okay, for, for no. Those, Skippy, come here. Skippy, come here, and we want you to watch for the next six months. We want you to watch nothing but Goldberg videotape. That's you know. He reminds me of Tong Po from Kickboxer. Yep. With the whole arm movements, I love that. Yep. By the way, if you're playing at home, we all picked right back on. That. Uh, yes, we did. It was kind of academic. I mean, if you pick the jobbers, you might be sleeping with your sister. Uh, oh, that's, see, that's not as cool from the side angle. They got to do the front angle when they do that move. Love this move. Wow. The sit-down stunner, or whatever the hell they're going to call it. I think that looks better from the front side, though. Yeah. I don't know if you guys, the I side think, angle looks like he's just sitting on the mat, and it's like, okay. I think they used to call it the over-the-shoulder boulder holder or something. Holder. Boulder holder. Is that CM Punk? Spinal tap? Now they're calling it the spinal tap, apparently. Get some beer. As, uh, as, as, as Bobby the Brain Hen would say, those ham and eggers didn't stand a chance. No kidding. Those nine-to-five lifers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that wasn't a Bobby the Brain Heenanism. That was a Nick Bockwinkleism. Those humanoid nine to five lifers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, interesting. CM Punk is on TV. What's he saying? In his hometown. I can't hear the German version right now, so. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, Rick is hearing, Mughaken, <laughs> nine, 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 nine. <laughs> Why is it you always end up with a German theme? How is that possible? Yeah. You got a British pay-per-view feed, Sky Sports, what, with the German subcap? I think it's a rib. I don't know. Yeah, it's always the German. It's Sky Sports HD1, and it's German. I, don't I know think why. somebody in uh, in Massachusetts there is trying to rib you. Let's, let's get that guy over there. Well, let's give I, him the I, I, fuck I, him up, give honest. him the German feed again. I'm not, paying, I'm not paying for it, so and honestly, I'm not listening to it anyway. So it's not that big of a deal. It's HD, it's flash, and it doesn't cost me anything, so I'm cool with it. <laughs> Maybe you're having a Hogan's Heroes flashback. I'm going to have a couple of pills a la Sabu, and hopefully I'm still conscious at the end of the take show. Some, take a couple of somas and see if you can make it to the main event. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no somas at night. Only during the day. Aren't somas the I official pill? I night so I can, so Jeez. I can. A guy, <laughs> Thank a, you, Ray Mysterio. A guy from Claremore singing a Canadian Corey Hart song. Wow, that's a first. There you go. Wow, like an, I'm impressed. That's going to be an epic promo. That was like a three-minute promo. <laughs> oh. We'd like to thank the uh, official logo for Extreme Rules. Adrenaline by Shinedown looks like an Oreo cookie. Looks like a what? Got any cookies? Looks like an Oreo cookie. Oh, oh, an Oreo cookie. I thought you said something else. That looks like a motherfucking Oreo cookie over there. I just thought oh, my God. sister. Oh, this is going to be. And then I got beat man. by Ryback. My, my cousin Ryback went out there and kicked some ass. <laughs> man, there was somebody's sister on the line, I tell you. I tell you, man, back when Goldberg was the, was the hot shit back in 98. Back when I worked at that old uh -uh. sign company in Arkansas, I was surrounded by fucking rednecks. I love that there, there Goldberg. He's a bad motherfucker. I spit my chew <laughs> out. He's got a guy that don't take no shit from nobody. 
Body man, you fuck with him in the bar, he'll fucking drink your drink and stomp your ass. Fucking Bill Goldberg wiped his ass with you, boy. The following is a public service announcement from Jerichoholics Anonymous. <laughs> you know what? If Jericho doesn't go over tonight, it'll be a crying fucking shame. Well, he's been he's been chopping out to to uh, to CM Punk for a while, albeit now lately he's been uh, you know pouring alcohol, whether it's Jack Daniels or Budweiser or what have you, all over uh, CM Punk lately, or Smirnoff vodka or whatever uh, Jagermeister, I think. One week he poured a bottle of Jagger on him. I, I would almost say look for Lord Tensai and John Laurinaitis to get interfering in this match. That would make sense. Because what? No, seriously, think about it. Yeah. I mean, we've seen Jericho come in. What was the point of the program to just completely put CM Punk over? I think they blew it on Monday night with the angle they did with Jericho where Punk got the belt taken from him and then at the last minutes, oh, yeah, I'm sober. They should have played that out, left the belt on Jericho. You know, and then Punk at the end of the promo should have been like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not drunk. But the damage was already done. He lost the belt. They should have done that. They kind of blew their load with that. You know, I mean, think about it. Laurinaitis has been helping Jericho all along. Obviously, as a problem with CM Punk, you really have to do something with Jericho for this to kind of continue. If you let CM Punk win tonight, what was the point of this whole feud? There was no reason to even do it. Well, and certainly with what Jericho has done over the last few weeks on WWE television programming to CM Punk, um, th there has to be a measure of payback or else the whole thing doesn't make sense and it just continues. Well, I mean, Jericho recently did an interview where he said he'll be gone by SummerSlam. So, I mean, if you think about it, he has a short little run. You throw uh, Tensai in the mix. You give him something to do on the pay-per-view by helping Jericho get the win. Then you take CM Punk and put him in there with, with Tensai for a short feud. And by the time they're ready to take the belt off Jericho, either Brock Lesnar has beaten Jericho for the belt or CM Punk gets it back. But you've got to go somewhere with it. And putting CM Punk over tonight is not the right decision. Yeah, because if they do, then really Chris Jericho just falls off the planet and disappears because they can't they can't put over Punk tonight and continue to have Jericho play the whole alcoholic angle because then it means nothing. I mean, seriously, if you put CM Punk over tonight, then on SmackDown this week you may as well put Jericho over. Or you may as well put Ryback over Jericho and be done with it and tell him goodbye. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for working for the last couple of months, but we'll see you later. Yeah, and I hasten to say that uh, within the next uh, 10 to 15 minutes, we're going to find out what the end result of the whole Jericho-CM Punk feud is going to be as we break down the walls and watch the entrance of uh, Chris Jericho in his... And I know J.J. really wants a Chris Jericho light-up jacket, Bronx, don't did, you? did you not hear what I just said? Who does he feud with after this as far as Punk? You put him in there with Tinsai or you put him with Lesnar? If Tensai interferes in the match and helps Jericho win, that's your next feud for, for Punk. And when you think about it, he's a Laurinaitis guy, kind of. That seems to be the right direction. You're killing me, Bronx. I Pay did attention. say that, right? Pay attention. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Pay attention to class. You did say it, yes. Harmony it said I didn't. It may not have She's just fibbing with you. She lying to me. Lied! 
<laughs> you know, for, for those of you that didn't know, of course, yesterday was our sixth Six-year anniversary, almost at six months. It was our six-year anniversary. You better watch it. She's going to bury those uh, feet right in your short ribs. Felt like ten years, but, you know. Whoa. Whoa. Pinch him. I'm just kidding. Push. Baby. Oh, and there's Harmony with the double drop kick right to the face. <laughs> and she just rolled her eyes at me. <laughs> the baseball slide. Behind every great man, there's a woman rolling her eyes right there. See, look, she's rolling her eyes. Hey, that might have been line of the night. Uh, I'm telling you. You had two others, though, that were pretty funny, though. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We should do the line of the night sponsored by somebody. Somebody? Yeah. We'll get a sponsor for line of the night. Why not? Yeah. And I don't mean sponsored by Jake the Snake Roberts. You're going to sponsor it, Rick? We can barely hear you, Rick. Can't hear me? We can now. And uh, this is a Chicago street fight. And, of course, CM Punk sporting another, is it new T-shirt night on, on, on WWE pay-per-view? It must be. I know, CM Punk's got a drug-free T-shirt. Of course, both he and Jericho are dressed in jeans because this is a street fight. And let's not forget, I mean, Sheamus came out with the 18 Seconds T-shirt, which, again, akin to Bronx's first sexual experience. <laughs> is, that, is that sponsored by the Bronx father, that 18-second that T-shirt? Uh, it's sponsored by Trojan Condom, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Trojan Broken Condom. Anyways. Or KY it, Jelly. It, it'd be interesting with all the things that CM Punk has done at Chicago Cubs baseball games lately. It'd be really neat if they fought outside and then all the way up Waveland Ave- Avenue into Wrigley Field as he kisses his sister seated ringside. I'd kiss his sister. Yeah, I, I knew I knew you were going to make that. That was a setup tray. Wow, I wonder if she got to the the arena on time, or if her nose beat her to it. Wow, are you trying to outdo yourself tonight? That's a hell of a nose on that Jeez. girl. I haven't seen. Is she like the sister of Triple H or what? Her nose got here. <laughs> fuck her nose. Her nose got here on time, you but could. she was fifteen minutes late. <laughs> oh man! Normally, I'd say you don't fuck her nose, but. In this case, I guess you could. I, I tell you what, man. I hope she's straight edge because with a nose like that, I'm telling you, I don't know. God damn. You think I snore? That bitch would snore up an eight ball of cocaine and drop a hat. Well, fuck, if she was fucking Trey, they'd both be snoring so hard, nobody would get to sleep. Well, you know what? If, <laughs> if his family is in attendance, they've got to do something to put Jericho over. I'm sorry. Jericho needs to go over and do something to one of the family members to get the win. Well, and you know what? And let's not forget that the WWE has a history, a recent history, of not putting over their own talent in their own hometown. Every once in a while they do. Once in a blue moon. Can I mention, the last couple of times they had the opportunity to do that, they have. Um, Usually usually depends more on the talent that's in their hometown. I mean, they put Cena over in Boston. Over the, it wasn't necessarily a match, but he went over huge that night before Mania. And of course, they put the Rock over the next week. But it's usually just Jr. that gets fucked. Then Punk went over last time in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So all night anyway. long they used Lillian Garcia, and now they switch to Justin Hawk Roberts. Is it the Fink? Well, no, it's it's Justin Hawk Roberts. Maybe she fell down to the again or something right 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 this is a raw match and he's the raw announcer and, yes. and they wanted to make they wanted to make sure that you know um they had the right ring announce calling because i mean it would really suck 
if you announced uh, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll, CM Punk. Yes. Oh, I'd be pretty awesome. Harmony's like, that what are you talking has- about? Lillian Garcia has been fucking people's names up. A couple weeks ago, yes. she called Jack Swagger. Oh, she, she went to, to announce uh, Zack Ryder and said, Long Jack. Island, I see Jack Swagger. Swagger. And then Cena, Cena ribbed her and corrected her, and, yeah, they made a whole and, big and, deal And the last of couple of weeks, she can't even walk down the fucking, to the ring without her fucking pumps blowing out. So, I mean, she's maybe just. She's been drinking, maybe she's been drinking with CM Punk. She's not yeah. straight edge, I tell you. I'm maybe she's you. been hanging out with Sabu. What, she exposed her puppies? What? Puppies? JJ? I don't know. I, I think we need one of those. Remember the old gimmick they used to have in the WWE? Like for WrestleMania six, when they had the little cart that goes down to the ring? Yeah. I think we should have Lillian Garcia come down in that so she doesn't trip coming yeah. down to the ring. <laughs> I make everybody come down to the ring and then <laughs> Well, I'm not going to wear spiked heels because I'm not female. Whoa. I don't wear pumps. Whoa. This is taking an interesting turn. Sounds like a bit of a family squabble there. JJ, you don't wear pumps, do you? You are in kicking distance. Or, or spikes? I could stand up and super kick you I'll, from right here. I'll hide behind that mic stand. <laughs> Actually, I'm a lot fatter than that mic stand. It wouldn't be much of a hide. Anyways. Some plunder. Already with the plunder. They're not wasting We any haven't time. had any plunder tonight. Oh, there was plunder in the first match. No, no, I mean in-studio plunder. Oh, I think we're I about mean, to experience some plunder. I might be the focus of the plunder. Oh, CM's got the the uh, kendo stick. I think he's he's gonna. Oh, ouch! Yeah, right across the back of Chris Jericho, and gives him a bit of a kick to the chin. Doing ECWs. Oh, spikes him with the kendo stick right above the belly button. Almost tried to give him a second belly button. Oh, that's gonna hurt. That was a nice swing there. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot. That was a cynical Chicago swing, all air. <laughs> swing oh, and swing and a miss. Just a bit outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cubs lose again. Hey, can I make my pick, or is that too soon? Let's do it. You start us off. Okay. I didn't want to step on anybody's toes, but being a sub, they wasted about 40 minutes of pay-per-view time with nothing. You never know how long these are going to go. I'm going to go Jericho. I think that... Uh, yeah, I think he's going to go over, firstly, because Punk went over huge in his hometown last time, and then why would they have the family there if Jericho is not going to win? So I'm going with Jericho. Uh, I could go into one of my long-winded diatribes as to why I think who is going over, but you know what? Aren't we just all just sick and tired of that? So on, on that premise alone, I'll just say that... It makes complete and utter sense that Chris Jericho goes over, so I'll go with Jericho. Trey? I think that uh, it's time to uh, move on, move away, be done with. I'm bored of this. I don't even care much about this match. Um, I'm taking CM Punk to retain. Harmony is going to go with CM Punk. I'm sorry, Jericho. I meant to say Jericho. Oh, Harmony Harvey. is going with Jericho, oh. and I, I'm going to go with uh, with Jericho as well. I completely so. Oh well, I am the only one taking CM Punk. By the way, uh, for the record, I am O for the pay per view so far, as you might expect. You've gotten none right. Zero. I thought you you said Randy Orton, didn't you? No. Wow. No, I did not. No, no. I'm O for the pay per view. 
Wow. By, not by planning, I might add. What were your, are you using the same fix you used on four down, or did you not sign up for four down? Too busy this week for four down. You're killing me, dude. I know, I know. We could have been number this one in the week, standings. This week, motherfucker, you had a month. I know. I'm sorry, dudes. So when we don't get number one, everybody blame Shark. As yeah, you always do. Five seconds off your Porto site, you'd have had that shit picked out. Yeah, you know what? I've been so busy, I haven't even been surfing any porno lately. Yeah, and come on now. Takes five seconds. Takes me more than five. All right, eight. Porno? <laughs> not, seconds. Judging, not judging by the goddamn results, it don't. <laughs> Watch it. I was just thinking in I'm going to buy you an 18 second In this case, right, right. it may have been a good thing that he didn't get a four down. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that, see, I saved you guys some uh, embarrassment by not going on a four down. Or four, Is it four down or foreskin? It, no, it's four down. Wow. Fourdown.org. No wonder his votes don't count. See? I hey, buddy, guys. I don't know what you're voting on on that website, but you're on the wrong side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh fucking... Is that like a is that like a Jewish uh, um, deli? It's a du- Jewish delicatessen right beside right beside awesome. Mickey Mantle's deli in in uh, in Manhattan in New York City. Yes, you got the Mickey Mantle deli, and across the street you got the Foreskin deli. Bronx goes there all the time. Wow! It's, yeah, it's right right next to the 18 second dessert cafe. <laughs> I'll remember that when I circum circum edit the show. Circumvent. <laughs> Circ- circumcised? Right, exactly. You circumcised the show. Don't worry about that. Guy. Is that what you do with the combo? You go to Foreskin, the deli, and you ask for the circumcision combo? Exactly. Don't, yes. you, have have, don't you have to have a mole for this? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus it's, let me steal a line from JJ Sexay when he says, It's breaking down. We need, like, breaking down by the headpins. You have just skull fucked my show. Jesus, not intentional. Okay, Jericho's ripping the padding off the retainer wall where uh, the family is. He's about Uh-oh. to throw Cena into, or about to throw uh, CM Punk into the family. I think it's just his sister there, is it? His mother was there. Sister. I don't oh, know. No, that, that that is his mother with the CM Punk shirt. She doesn't have a big nose. I'd do her in a heartbeat. I'm sorry. You you'd do CM Punk's mom, Trey? Trey, I thought I thought you were going to your... do his sister. Trey, I thought your standards were, you know, Two holes in a heartbeat. Ooh! Kiss a hole in a heartbeat? No, that was JSK. Just give him a nice slap. Two holes in a heartbeat. Wow. Two holes, tits in a heartbeat. Oh, that's... that's... I used to tell JSK his his, uh, uh, requirement two tits and a hole in a heartbeat, and the heartbeat was optional. (laughs) Heartbeat was optional. As we see... I read on the internet where some country has allowed you to sleep with your ex-wife or your wife up to six uh, hours after she died. I read that this week, and I'm like, wow... Necrophiliaism invading the let's world. Make that, let's make that legal. Yeah, that's just what we need to make this country work. So, so in other words, in other words, in that country, it's legal to, to fu- fuck a dead woman as long as rigor doesn't. doesn't no, as long as it's within six hours. Six hours. Within six hours. how yeah. I read this because I'm not usually a news type of guy. And actually, <laughs> uh, Trey is not making this up. This, in fact, was news this week. Oh, I know. Harmony brought it up to me, and I thought it was hilarious. Harmony told you that. Yes. She actually like mentioned it this week. It's been a slow news week around the compound. <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. Wow. Wow. All right. So just to recap. There's a match going C- on. CM Punk's sister slapped Chris Jericho after he uh, oh, oh, oh. tried to disembowel the retaining wall. And now CM Punk's going to uh, 
Goody I was about to do a line with JR and say business is picking up. Business is picking up. Yeah. CM Punk tried to pile drive Chris Jericho on the outside, but uh, <coughs> Jericho Ow! gave uh, Punk uh, the reversal with the uh, backdrop. Team. Teller taking the table apart again. This is like the third time they've taken that table apart and not busted it. Jericho oh. plants the uh, TV monitor to the back of CM Punk, and now he's got one of the uh, tabletops. Oh. Ouch. Just broke that tabletop over the back of CM Punk. Dude, that monitor to the back looked like that might have hurt a little bit. I like how they use the old school monitor. The fake, fake wrestling or not, that looked like that might have hurt. Hit him with a hit him with a flat screen or something. Unless it was the gimmick rubber monitor, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, the Trey Dog will now be playing the part of Harry Carey. <laughs> <laughs> After this match, hey, Harry Carey. We got uh, the Girl Scouts here from Troop Four Nineteen. <laughs> After this match, Trey will be singing Harry Carey's version of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Hey, if I was a peanut butter sandwich, would you eat me? Oh, it's getting it's breaking down, folks. It's broken. Just by God, if you're gonna have a Chicago street fight, who better to call that motherfucker than Jr. and Harry Carey? No kidding. You're gonna play them both. It's like a car wreck on I ninety. Oh my God, he's been broken in half. He's got a family, damn it, and they're sitting at ringside. He's got a family, he's damn got it. He's got a family. You're the, he's got a family. You're, you're gonna well, get they're not here because they're out with Girl Scout Troop 415, and we'd like to welcome them. You're they gonna, like barbecue sauce tray. You're going to get mad at me and beat me with Harmony's foot, aren't you? I am. <laughs> yeah. Don't. No. <laughs> I, was I think if CM Punk was just wearing your barbecue sauce, then Jericho would eat him. <laughs> Oh, shit. Harmony needs a pair of headphones. She's missing a, missing a lot of comedic relief over here. I'm going to choke. Excuse me. Let me turn oh. I die. Jericho tried to skewer CM Punk with that kendo stick. Ouch. I think CM Punk needs to crawl up his sister's nose and hide. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to hell. You know we're all going to hell in a handbasket, don't you? Bronx Fighter hey, Rings. Let me hear you. Uh-oh, small package. Two. <laughs> what about it's a small, a small package? package? Never mind. Don't ask. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, No, let's not. Thank you. I've heard enough foreskin jokes tonight. You're talking about a small package. I don't want to hear no more. Well, you know, it's Passover, you know, so. <laughs> Happy Easter. Yeah, because I'd pass over four skin and having a small package, to be honest with you. Quote the Trey Dog, nevermore. Never <laughs> Thank you, Edgar Allan Poe. That's it. Uh, Thank oh, you, oh, oh, Scotty Levy. Uh-oh, oh, a beer. What kind of beer is it? I'm what brand? Let's see. Yeah, Wait a minute. Is it a shitty one? It's a shitty hey, beer. Well, it ain't the co-op generic brand. No. What kind of beer is it? It's I Olympia. It is Olympia beer. Bullshit. I always get pissed when they waste beer like that. Is it Olympia? It is Olympia, yes. I just want to see Stone Cold come out and stun him. Stop Stop abusing alcohol, you son of a bitch. You're supposed to drink it. And <laughs> yeah. that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, that's it. Don't waste beer. That's just dumb. People in Somalia are starving, and you're wasting beer. Really? Yeah, the cost of that can of beer can buy mosquito nets for 35 tribes 
with the last name of Boom Boom Boom. Sorry. Oh, more beer, more We're, beer, more wasting of beer. This is bullshit. Well, this this tells me all I need to know that Jericho is not going to win tonight. Oh, yeah. he's drinking. All right. See if Punk will overcome the odds because he's straight edge. I'll be the winner, my friend. Wow. Oh. Field goal kicks Jericho's head right through the uprights and then attacks him with the kendo stick again. Kendo stick to the back. That was a nice move. There's something about drinking beer and kendo sticks. Yeah, taking a page right out of the uh, Sandman's book playbook. That's right. Where's Sandman when you need? Oh, he's probably passed out with Sabu. With Sabu, just incredible. yeah. yeah. Okay. He was actually one of the sober ones last night. So, <laughs> oh, and think Sandman. about that statement for a second, Rick. That's hard to believe. I know. Sandman's, Sandman's probably in the uh, Olive Garden trying to order some somas. <laughs> side or, side order of somas. I'll have some breadsticks and somas right now with Joel Gardner in the corner doing play-by-play. <laughs> Are you sure? What's this shit? I hear about unlimited sobas and bread. Okay, that's what I want. <laughs> I heard if, if you're at the Olive Garden, your family. Use them so much. You should have seen the kid that Raven t- brought out with him, a kid in a wheelchair. They called him Cripple H. Ooh. That's hilarious. Wow. He was on his game, but sucks Uh-oh. Oh, oh it's the kendo stick testicular uppercut as administered by CM Punk on Chris Jericho. Did, uh, did Just Incredible wear the... Uh, the Aldo Montoya jock strap on his head when he came out. <laughs> that was, that was never, funny. Uh, they never showed him, but he, he uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was as it was doing. Oh. Mm, well, it's so Jericho coming up. Oh, and Punk reverses it. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, shitty power slam yeah, by Punk. Yikes. He's botched a few moves this match. Yeah, I, you know, this match is kind of boring to me. I'm actually having more fun with JR and Harry Carey than I am this match. <laughs> And, and one of them is dead. <laughs> You're not going to beat me with I'm Harmony's foot, are you? I'm alive and well. Please don't. Wasn't he like 100 <laughs> when he was all? It's a joke, Hi. damn it. All right. Right in the taint. Damn. CM Punk Punk's up to the top, but Jericho Hi. crotches him. <laughs> He'll be singing, uh, singing soprano with the Vienna Boys Choir now. Pretty much. Yep. Hey, let's sing take me out to the ball game. <laughs> Can you see Trey in the Harry Carey glasses? You got to shake when you do it. I'm waiting for him to call one of us Norm. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Joe Buck. Anyway, I'm sorry. <sighs> Come on, suplex him already. That was actually back when Saturday Night Live was funny. Are they doing a test of strength on the top rope? That show hasn't been funny in like 10 years. No, I watched it on Saturday last night. I'm sorry. Not funny. Not I gave up on that show a long time ago. I, I thought I'd give it another shot last night. I couldn't sleep. Boys were asleep. Thought I'd give it another shot. Other than Weekend Update. The dude on Weekend Update is funny. Who's doing Weekend Update? Yeah, I, I forget his name. Seth Rick? Myers. Rick, what's, what's the dude's Seth. name on Weekend Update? Seth Myers. Oh, Seth sure. Myers. Thank you. Thank you, Trey. Now, that he's dude is funny. He's, he's, he's the main writer for the show. Ah, okay. Well, then it's, damn it, but it's That show, has, that it's show hasn't been good since Will Ferrell and Chris yeah. Kattan and all them were on there. Well, oh, yeah, freaking Keenan and Kel on there The Macho now. Man Oboe off the top, and Jericho oh. kicks out. Speaking of which, Chris Kattan was actually here in Canada, in Calgary, last week. Yep. At the uh, Blackfoot Inn doing a comedy show. And for those of you that have never done a 
been to the Blackfoot Inn here in Calgary. It's not the greatest spot to play. How many can you put in there? A thousand? A thousand, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's right beside Yuck Yucks. And then this week they had Dave Foley. Foley's Dave Foley. He's funny if you go see him, but you wouldn't think that being as how he kind of sucks in real life. Dave is funny. I'd go see Joe Rogan in a minute. Yeah, Rogan's here uh, The for two shows the night before UFC 149, which is here in Calgary, as you know, Rick. Nudge, nudge, yeah. wink, wink, just a reminder. Uh, yeah, she hasn't called me back. So. Michelle, Come on, Michelle, call Rick back, damn it. We need, we need uh, uh, media accreditation. For UFC 149. Yeah, we want to interview Joe Rogan. I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, we should I'm interview coming. Joe Rogan. We'll interview Johnny Bones Jones and uh, and Hollywood Dan Henderson. We'll interview everybody. I was told when WWE came to uh, Tulsa, and I asked three months in advance for credentials, that they just don't give them out to anybody anymore. That's probably true. The UFC. Said, we, we, we discontinued that a long Ooh. time ago, but thanks for your interest. Uh-oh. Like, wow. Jericho, one, two, and oh. Should have been your finish right there. Why yeah. is my stream dying? Damn it. Yeah. This is a German. Nine. Nine. <laughs> nine, 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 nine. Jeez. Hi. Hi. I'll tell you what's going on if you just want to listen to the play by play. Nine. nine. Put out a fucking bullet stream first. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I, I think... I'd like to send it down to, of course, my, uh, of course, my, uh, uh, the guy down there with the microphone. This match does is the show. It's, it's like I've fallen asleep and woken up changing channels between Hogan's Heroes and a Chicago Cubs WGN television broadcast. Oh, great. Google it, Google everybody. That's a roll back in the house. I hear, I hear you boys spend no expense. You have the seance live right here on the air. I hear it carry back in the house on Sunday Night Showdown. So the American Dream does a rose, if you will, after my son, the future world heavyweight champion of the world, Cody Rose, now the Intercontinental Champion, baby, won his match against the big show. I think I'll come out here and, uh, and talk with Harry Carey. Harry, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It's great to talk to you. You're a common man. That's one of the best Harry Carey impersonations I've ever seen. Trey, you should be on Saturday Night Live, damn it. Hey, I like hot dogs. <laughs> it, it's very nice to be talking to you when you mean the Harry Carey because, uh, you know, I am a common man. I'm a son of a plumber, if you will. I've dined with kings, and I've eaten parking beans at dumpsters or something like that. I don't know. Well, we'd like to sing Dusty Rolls. For his on-the-spot commentary and Boy Scout Group 590. Hey, Ryan Sandberg, home run! Home run! Ryan Sandberg! I remember there was this one time I worked for this promotion called TNA. And I had an office in the back of a pickup truck on a bale of hay. That's nonsense. That's crazy talk. And Jericho, baby, he's got the, he, he's got the walls of Jericho, if you will, on CM Punk. But baby, CM Punk has a fire extinguisher in his hand. Oh my goodness, he's he putting must out have the been fire. Smoking something. He putting the fire out, baby. He, he must have been smoking something. He got the fire extinguisher in his legs. He went Sabu on his face. Very nice, very nice. As you know, baby, Chris Jericho is not exactly straight edge, but CM Punk proclaimed to be straight edge. 
but he's got all those foreign tattoos on his arms. So how can you be straight edge and have all the foreign substances in your arm, baby? How can you support Cobra? I mean, really? Boom. Well, you see, Harry, I think it's a, it's a promotional tool, if you will, for the upcoming G.I. Joe movie that's coming out this summer, starring uh, The Rock, baby. Well, the Rock, the Rock doesn't have a G.I. Joe tattoo. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. The SNS Radio Network has gone through great expense to bring you the dulcet tones of Chicago Cubs play-by-play legendary broadcaster Harry Carey and the son of a plumber, the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Yes. We'll be right back. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, he's too drunk to stand up on the top. He's going to do, oh, 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 caught himself, lost his balance, and here we go. Oh, Punk is laughing at himself. Punk is drunk with laughter. Here comes the, oh, the elbow off the top, and there goes Jericho through the announce table. That was pretty funny. When, Quick, googly moogly, come off the top, baby, with a big elbow drop on the table. That looked like an Andre Dawson home run. You just weren't expecting anything, and then pow! One word, one word best describe this, baby. It's plunder. Plunder happening live on the pay-per-view. Plunder, baby. Plunder. Harry, it looked like spaceman Bill Lee was trying to get out the the uh, the batter in the bottom of the ninth, but he missed. Holy cow! Oh, he got him. He got him. That was funny when uh, Punk was atop the uh, the top turnbuckle and he was losing his balance. He was freaking laughing at himself. Very funny. <laughs> kind of hard for somebody else to laugh at you if you're laughing at yourself. No kidding. By the way, uh, kudos to both the dog and Sex A for their uh, impersonations of Harry Carey and, and the American Dream. Funny shit. Yeah, the dream has left the house. He's still great with Cody. Yeah. Could that be it? Oh, oh. No, Jericho kicks Ooh, out, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not. I'm on submission. I need those bonus points. Oh, he's got the Anaconda Vice locked in on Chris Jericho. Yeah, you get some 4down.org bonus uh-oh, points uh-oh, if you get by a submission. What? Don't you tap, Jericho. He's uh-oh. in the ropes. He's in the ropes. Oh, he's going for the kick. He got the kendo stick. It's no DQ. They can't stop him. <laughs> oh, Kick him in the back of the head, Jericho. Come on. He had the kendo stick, but he let go of it. Now he's got it. Smash. Oh, nice. It's so The kendo stick is so beat up, it looks like a wicker basket. So nice, he hit him twice. Bowen, you don't even know it. That's right. Make yeah. a rhyme every time. Bum, 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 bum. That's not going to be a band thing, over. Come on. Now I got Poland, and it's not moving. You should hear the laughs that he's getting on the network. Harmony, Harmony. just said you think you're funny, <laughs> but you're not. It's hilarious. Me? That was the o- OMG moment of the night. Pretty good match. It's pick. It's picked Harmony up think, now. Harmony said, "Who's the Harmony said, who thinks they're funny?" She think. She says, "I think I'm funny." Oh yeah. Yeah. I think you're pretty funny. Uh, I can't be. Funny men. But then again, you haven't been married to me for six years, so you don't <laughs> think I'm that funny. That's true. Oh my God! Wow. Chris Jericho hits a code breaker with the chair that CM Punk had. That's got to be it. That's, That's got to be it. One, two. Wow. Are you fucking oh. kidding me? One. Bullshit. Come on. You make out like you're knocked out because of the cold breaker with a metal chair. Bullshit. And all of a sudden you kick out. Bullshit. Go punch his sister in the nose. All of it. Break that <laughs> nose. That'd be like a huge job to fix. Wow. You have to get like two doctors on that thing. 
One of these times, I'm going to actually buy the pay-per-views so I can actually watch Better go to McNamara Troy to get a fucking nose job. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Never mind. That was an obscure reference, apparently. Uh-oh. You're going to hear much? Oh, God. That's not good. Stop! That computer's going to play Mr. Ed right now. That's... Oh, God. What computer's going to play Mr. Ed? <laughs> Hello. I'm Mr. Ed. Quit talking about CM Punk's sister. That ain't right. <laughs> Rello Reelver. Let's see. Morning, Wilbur. <laughs> well, oh. fuck you, man. I gotta turn him off. I don't know where that came from. All right, well, here's the finish. As CM Punk is gonna miraculously wake up and avoid the go to sleep. Oh, uh, he reverses the go to sleep. And he's gonna into put the, the walls. Of, no, no. no. Teeter totter right oh, into no! the turn top turnbuckle. Ladies and Good gentlemen. Night. Wow, I'm still perfect. Perfectly I, I'm so glad that Jer that Jericho came in for this run. Because, I mean, it, it's done wonders for him, and it's one do it's done wonders for everybody else. Else, the Punk sister's gotten more over than Jericho has the entire run. Wow. So impressed with this match, folks. Uh, CM Punk's still your WWE champion. On that note, on that note, I think it's time to take a commercial break. We're going to come back with more live coverage right here of Extreme Rules on the SNS Radio Network. With that said, guys, we'll be right back, maybe right after this. Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. You're listening on the SNS Radio Network. Adios. Just a good old boy. Never meaning no harm. Have you been looking for wrestling radio that entertains and informs? Then make sure you tune in every Monday night at 11.30 p.m. Eastern for the four-time People's Choice Show of the Year, Wrestling News Live, with the Trey Dog and J.J. Sexay, where anything can and usually does happen. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network, www.snsradionetwork.com. See you in chat. Standing ovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. The following podcast is scheduled to take you back in time. Host, ring announcer Sean Beckerman brings you pro wrestling nostalgia featuring classic moments, and old-school themes. So buckle up and go beyond the bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. It's go time!
You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart. But... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, wrestling fans, do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W., and each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Sugar Shane, you may have known me as the Hurricane, but this is the Shane event, Shane Helms, but this is the Shane event, Shane Helms, and you're listening on the SNS Network. All right, guys, we're back right here, Sunday Night Showdown on the SNS Radio Network. It's now time for the Divas match as we just found out in the back eve saying that beth phoenix is not cleared to wrestle but she does in fact and nikki or excuse me nikki bella does in fact have a match tonight against a mystery opponent with all the speculation that the bella twins have not re-signed a contract as most of you know their contract supposedly is up very soon if not already expired and they're here at the pay-per-view whether they're on contract or not it makes sense. It makes sense. I think May 7th is when their contract expires. It makes sense for Karma to come out tonight and destroy the Bella Twins, considering that they're the ones that talked shit to her before she walked out of the company to have a child. And, JJ, uh, I don't know if you caught it. at the, Right at the end, forgive the pun, ass into the interview, Eve Torres did say, it's not Karma. Did she? She did. She did. So, what? Uh, she did. She did say that. She did say that, yes. 
I know you were coming coming back out of the commercial. It's awesome Kong instead. Yeah, she threw that in right at the end. Maybe it's... they just say Awesome Kong instead of Crump. I suppose they don't own that. So. Who's it gonna? It's gonna be Lita, right? Lita. Yeah, Come on, I don't Lita. think so. That'll be Natalia. I want Natalia. Put Natalia in there. As we we now hear a promo cut by the Bella Twins. Who's it going to be? I won't spoil it. It's not going to be Medusa, you think? Ah, <laughs> Medusa Michelli, yeah. A Why not? Truck. Pretty good. She'd come out in a monster truck. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, that's quite interesting. Michelle McCool? Uh, oh, Layla? Layla. What? Layla. Are you fucking serious? Returning Layla. Yeah. I thought somebody else from afar, but yeah. Maybe it's not as cool as I thought. I thought it was Mickey James when she was running down, and then they... And collectively, the crowd just said, what the fuck, and who gives a shit? And the crowd goes mild. Wow. What a way to go here, folks. Well, I'm sure... Well, what was that stupid tweet that Kong put out for? Well, she'll probably just try to She's just, you know, trying to get some publicity, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Wow. So, uh, okay, folks. Layla is now the mystery opponent. <sighs> For uh, the Divas Championship. Uh, excuse me while I go take a piss. <laughs> Pee it up. So really quickly, guys, let's let's go ahead and go down our quick picks. Um, gee, uh, Trey, where do we begin? Who's fighting? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the Nikki and uh, Layla match now? Yeah, it's it's Nikki uh, and, and Layla. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the Layla to win by disqualification, so that the Bella Twins retain. That was my original pick on four down. Anyway, was for them. Oh to... shit! Oh, bit of a face botch bump. So, uh, Rick, who you got? I take the Bella. By uh, twin chicanery. Harmony, oh. who you got? Harmony's gonna go with Layla. Oh, good. Shark. Uh, does it matter? <laughs> not really. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Doesn't but really uh, yeah, I. You know what? What Harmony said made sense. I'll go with Layla too, just because why bring her back to have her job to Nikki Bella? <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I'm going to go with Nikki Bella to retain. I mean, really, what was the sense of bringing Layla back? I mean, well, I mean, I, like, in my pick, I think Layla gets the win because the twins get disqualified. That would make sense too. Yeah, completely. Layla gets the win, but Nikki retains the title. Wasn't she the one that was on Deal or No Deal, or is that a different one? Deal, 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 deal. <laughs> oh, Layla looks good too. It tells me the Cena Brock match isn't going to be very long. What is it? Ten twenty right now? Is that so, what? That, that's the only match we have left, right? I don't. Maybe they yeah. get in. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think Brock can do a long match, to be honest with you, but. We'll cover that one It'll be interesting time. to see whether Brock even wrestles without his shirt on. He doesn't look in great shape. I may be mistaken, some, some but we're soon going like to see. He was 310 and heavy. 
So whether he's cut weight since he's oh. come back, whatever. She just that broke her damn stiff. neck. One, two. Wow. Wow. And you didn't. That, that was bad camera work. You didn't even see the referee counting well, to three hold on, on camera. Wait, wait for Eve to come out. Wait for Eve to come out and say yeah. that the wrong Bella was pinned. Yeah, and, and, and the match continues. They pulled Twin Twin Magic, and the wrong Bella. Uh, the wrong Bella was in the ring. Put wrong kid died. <laughs> oh my God! You killed Kenny. You're a bastard. All right, so I guess Layla is your new women's champion, or excuse me, the Divas champion. Riveting. All right. This match went off without, you know, it was like a fart in church, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, who? It's like a fart you. in church. Okay. Confucius say, when man fart in church, he must sit in his own pew. Wow. <laughs> this is the fucking man. Wham! Boy, that had to hurt, Confucius say, had to hurt. man who stand high on toilet... Or excuse me, Confucius say, "Man who stand on toilet high on pot." That's pretty good. Wasn't it <laughs> Confucius say, "Man with stiff dick have no conscience"? Possibly. I know. I remember Confucius said that. Confucius say, "Man who have peace on earth." No, excuse me. Never mind. I, I lost track of that one. Peace on earth. What? Man who have sex on ground have peace on earth. All right. Ah, drowning ace. Here we go. Well, is Johnny Ace coming out now? Matt Stryker's talking to Johnny Ace. Turn oh. it up so you can tell us what happens. I don't think we care. Something riveting is occurring. Wow, the last two matches just sucked it out of me, folks. Yeah. God, he, he sounds like a Hoover. He does in English. I don't know if it sucks or blows. <laughs> Did you swallow in a comedic encyclopedia before we went on the air tonight? I'm not very People funny People power! <laughs> People power. Triple H will be a part of Raw tomorrow night. No. He will? That's what they just said. Bronx other is saying in the chat, if Cena goes over clean, JJ's going to go nuts. Actually, I won't. I won't go nuts because as long as Brock Lesnar beats the living shit out of John Cena and puts him out for the next three months, I'll be okay with it. I'll be absolutely okay no way, with it. There's no way for that to happen and Cena get the win. There is because after the match happens, yeah, he would. He Brock would, kills him. Yeah, that would make yeah, sense. I, I, I see it the other way around. I see him killing him in the match. Well, I think I think regardless, John Cena should be taking a dirt nap for a while. Right, vacation, vacay. Go on. See you later. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of the ring and don't come back. They've done so much to build this up between the two of them and the. Uh, the emergence of a reemergence of Brock Lesnar back into WWE that I, I just can't see it being a, a one and done type of thing, JJ. I will be I will be disappointed and this is being brought up by Anthony Farley. JJ wants Lesnar to beat the shit out of Cena like the LA police did to Rodney King. Ooh. If 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 Brock Lesnar doesn't yeah, we beat, all just get long to see it. Brock Lesnar doesn't beat the shit out of John Cena like the like the police officers did to Rodney King, I'll be upset. Yes. I want to see John Cena get decimated. In a word, destroyed. So you want to see John Cena get beat the hell up like Junior Dos Santos beat Brock the hell up. I want to see <laughs> I want to see Brock Lesnar relive Rocky Four and beat the hell out of John Cena like 
like Dolph Lundgren did to Apollo Creed. Right. You know, if you've ever heard audio footage from that, that uh, Rodney King beatdown, it's interesting because the first cop that's on the scene is just kind of tapping the guy. And then the second cop comes over and starts to help him out. And then the third cop comes over and starts beating on him. And the third cop says, what are we hitting this dude for? And the first cop says, he threatened to blow up a series of, di- of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> well, there you go. He's a donut terrorist. You know, when I went to fourdown.org today okay, and was putting in my picks, it actually asked if there would be any other UFC fighters who would show up at the pay-per-view. And that got me to thinking. Yeah, me too. Got me to thinking because, you know, there's been a lot of speculation lately. Uh, King Mo Lau is interested in getting into wrestling. Tito Ortiz is saying he might be interested in joining. Can you imagine? And just all, all just, the guys that are retiring. Just, yes. just you know, let me put it out there. Can you imagine a situation in the next couple of months where John Laurinaitis gets a stable of guys like Brock Lesnar, I mean, Tito MMA Ortiz? Guys, that would be interesting. You know, that's I, what Vince wants. Let I would me tell you. I would love to see Quentin Rampage Jackson jump into the WWE. All the guys that are retiring. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yep. And you bring these guys in and put them in a stable along with Lesnar as the focal point. Chuck Liddell. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I can, tell you, I can tell you, Mo wants to do it badly, but he also wants to train before he shows up. Um, and I, he's a very good friend of mine. He's on our show all the time. Um, and, you know, he's, very, he's a very student of the game. And he's like, you know, I would go to FCW for six months a year before I'd even go to WWE. And he's willing to do it based on the fact that he's been popped for drugs. He's out for a year or so. But I think he's got a very promising MMA career still. Oh, for sure, Rick. I, I couldn't agree more when, when he got popped. Um, he, he was doing well in Strikeforce. Oh, yeah. Well, Overeem, on the other hand, may not. <laughs> anyway. And that's a that's a story for another day. But what a what a crying shame that we got robbed of the main event between Alistair and Overeem and Junior Dos Santos. But uh, oh well, yeah. oh well. And on on the other thing is the furry. I don't know whether or not they'd show these guys, but I mean, there's a good chance that some of Lesnar's guys from his camp would you know get into it too. If Pat Barry, you know, yeah. Well, Pat Pat not so much. I, just because I know that. He's got a huge, huge endorsement deal currently, but if if things kind of dry up for him, I'm sure he will. But but Rick, you got to admit, Pat Barry cuts an awesome promo. I, you know what? I would love to see Shell Sonnen in the WWE. I think he'd be fantastic. Greatest promo guy in the UFC, bar none. Let's hope they give Brock his pyro tonight. It's it's pay per view. Yeah, yeah, because he's been banging it. But oh he, wait, wait, wait! This is Bork Laser. My bad, ladies and gentlemen, the world renowned Bork Laser making Bork his Laser. debut. In the WWE. Oh, he's got his uh, MMA pants on. His oh, de- no, death, he looks his, chubby. His death clutch pants. Yeah, he does. I'm not sure whether he's going to take the shirt off. And no pyro. And no pyro. That's part of his deal with WWE that he gets to have his sponsors on his deal. And he gets a huge chunk of his uh, Harmony shirts. made a valid point that they can't afford the pyro because the, the budget for the pyro has been eaten up by Brock's pay. Get that choice. A funny thing is he's making it a whole year what he would make off a of one fight in the UFC. Oh, Brock does his entrance and he's blown up. <laughs> he's making oh, five million a year for the UFC? He was making five million a fight. A fight? No way. Yep. 
So no I don't, way. You know. That's what they were saying. He takes off his shirt. Well, I know. He doesn't look that bad. Shape. No, he looks in good shape. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he does look good. Not, I can tell you not as I shredded when he left WWE. Well, but he's not on the roids, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Although I wish he would. I, I like him when he's like 295 pounds. He looks too small. I always thought that he had to cut too much for the UFC. He did. I think that was one of his problems. I think whoever he had doing his nutrition kind of screwed him quite a bit on that because you don't have to lose it, right? He always used to lose like 40 pounds for two weeks before the fight. You don't have to lose all your weight. You should. Very good. Long Look period. at that flashing sign. Brock couldn't make the UFC. Well, actually, he did, and he was the UFC heavyweight champion. Well, truthfully, he didn't. He beat tomato cans, but when he started fighting real fighters, he started getting his ass. Well, but I mean, the bottom line: the stupid asshole that's holding the sign up probably can't make it off his fucking couch. That's true. Unless to go to the Radio Shack to get a couple of more batteries for his sign. And probably hasn't had any intestinal problems. Brock's the man. That's one thing I worry about with Brock is if that shit comes back, you know. He's done. Yeah. He just got the chain around his neck. Well, of course yeah. he does because he's a big pussy now. Wait, he's got the same shirt as last month. No, he's, all, he he's, all, he's all over the Boston Celtic green lately. Yeah. See, probably. I mean, you know what? I know you guys talked about this on, on WNL this past week. I wasn't there. But to me, John Cena coming out with that fucking chain around his hand looked like the biggest fucking punk pussy in the fucking world. Yeah, he looked like he went to a knife fight and said, fuck this, no. I got a gun. Harmony's like he went old school. But still, Harmony, I mean, that's like, okay, he's beating everybody in the company without having a chain. Brock Lesnar comes in, and he's just sitting there with no weapons, and John Cena's going to walk out like a pussy with a chain on his fucking hand? Like, psh. No, but wearing a chain now, is not had, old school Cena harmony. Had Brock, had Brock come out with a chain and John said, oh, yeah, I can do that. I used to do that back in the day. I know how to do that shit. It'd be different. And this is, what, an Extreme Rules match? Yeah. Okay. I hope Brock takes that chain and beats the living shit out of him with it. I'd like to see Cena shit chain for a month. I want to see Cena get bloodied up in the first fucking tag. <laughs> I, did, wow. I fucking hate All that All the douche. Cena haters. I fucking hate that douche. I want Cena to go over, so. There you actually, I, actually, I like John Cena. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him do well here, but I don't. I, I think he's set up for a fall. You know what I like about him, Trey, is he'll take he'll take a fall. There are some guys who wouldn't. I tell he'll you what, back to back falls. This well, is going to be his one in a row if he, you know, doesn't do it tonight. You know, so. While while we have the opportunity, let's go ahead and jump into our quick picks before this fight actually happens. Look at those elbows. Harmony, who you got? Harmony's going with Lesnar as Brock is just pummeling the shit out of John Cena's yeah, face. This is no wrestling match at all. It's a Not shoot wrestling. fight, baby. Yeah. And Lesnar said exactly that as he catches Cena I'm with a, a vicious clothesline. I am not. That's right, Trey. I am not a wrestler. I am not a superstar. Oh, he's busted open on the top of his head already. On the he top of his head, yeah. That's kind of, uh, no, I, I don't want to. Hey, well, don't think for a second if Cena gets Brock down, he can't make that big motherfucker believe, too. That's true. As, All right. as little Nate Charles Robinson gets the, the blood gloves on. Trey, who Come you got? Come on, John. Come on, John. Trey, who you got? I've got Les I got Lesnar winning by knocking John out. That's not a bad idea. Rick, who you got? Um, Yeah, I got to go with Lesnar. And I just want to say before we move on, I think that the way they're doing this match is making it so Lesnar doesn't blow up. Because now they're going to bring the guy in and, yeah, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going with Lesnar. 
Uh, I, I'm trying to go old for the evening, so I'll take Cena. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go with Lesnar, and this is an extreme rules match, right? So anything yeah. goes as the, the trainers right now are attending to John Cena, who's been busted open. I'm, I'm going to go with what Brock. Take now. I think Brock's got this one. He can go use a chair. He can and, use. And here, here it is again from the from the beginning. And 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 it looked like, yeah, there was a couple of elbows to the side of Cena's head, which cut Cena open. Not from those uh, well, MMA I think, gloves. I think Cena. It looked like Cena was cutting himself there in that last little slowdown. Yep. 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 And yeah. Did you see that? Yep, I mean, it looked like Cena was cutting himself. He was. He was. Let's see that. Let's see. Here come the. Here's the second elbow. Watch right here when he uh, rolls out. All right, yeah, there's he, the first he's elbow. Himself. He did take some shots, yeah, we clean shots to the head, though. That yeah, he like did. Gimmicked. See, this is... And, and Brock could, uh, at the end of Brock's tenure before, he, he could wrestle a match. No question. Come on, John, get some, up on your feet! He some I wonder what Dana White thinks of this right now, He's folks. laughing. Is what he, is what Dana White's doing? I mean, do you think he's laughing or do you think he's mad because they're they're kind of taking MMA and putting it into the WWE and you know, know could, kind of blurring right the lines. Now, all they're doing is advertising how awesome his product is. Yeah, Dana didn't have to say yes. Dana let him do this, so you know, so so what? Just and, like and, and you're right, Rick. Dana could have said no because the contract that that Brock Lesnar had with UFC was. Far from done. Oh, yeah. He granted him a release. Exactly. A release. Yep. And then he tries to stooge it off like, oh, yeah, we always well, I mean, do that. At the end of the league, when you win a trophy, that trophy's nice, but it sets up on your shelf. Then you're done. Brock Lesnar's a trophy sitting on Dana White's shelf where he's making money off of it now by allowing him to do this. I, I, just, I don't disagree with you, but he, Dana had always said that he would never let any of his guys do WWE. Well, Brock's not one of his guys anymore. Brock's done. He's retired. You're, you're right, Trey. You hit the nail yeah, on the head. You'll never see Brock Lesnar back in UFC again because there would no, there would be no reasoning and no reason for Brock to re-enter UFC. I want to see Brock go get a chair and just start beating the shit out of him with a chair. Come on now, because That's he can nice use the weapons. Bucks. It's an extreme rules match. Okay, you already beat him down. Get the chair and just beat the shit out of him. That was some kind of stiff Ooh. knee right to the ribs. Of John Cena, belly to back suplex. Wow, German suplex actually. German. Nine, <laughs> nine. The nine, nine suplex. That's what I'm hearing. On Rick's feet is just a suplex. Nine. That's true, actually. I don't know what on, the hell. I, I think on Rick's feet it's a souffle. They, they've actually got <laughs> German announcers, so it isn't like Michael Cole dubbed over in German. It's actually German. Is, is it Alex Wright? No, <laughs> no, he's not dancing like Alex Wright. <laughs> all right, all right. Look at those so, stiff elbows to the to the yeah. face of Brock Lesnar. Oh shit! He, oh, little yep. Nate refs down. Takes a back elbow from Brock Lesnar. That was stiff. What is the point of that? Wow! Oh, nice shoulder block by Brock. What's the, the point the, of bumping the ref. The point of the ref bump is because it's extreme rules. Because now they can do anything they want. Although you're right, Rick. Why bump the ref um, when you could do anything you want to begin yeah, with? Yeah, it's, it's extreme, it rules, extreme match. rules. Yeah, yeah. Anything an goes. Overthinking. Charles Robinson unconscious with his finger on his ear phone. <laughs> or maybe he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Oh, jeez. Brock is completely blowed up. What's up with you tonight? Wow. Jeez. What? Funny guy. Call for the trainer again because <laughs> Brock's out of gas. 
he's completely blowed up. That's I, I can completely understand why they're doing the match this way right now. Oh, he's putting the blood on himself now like he used to do. Yeah. He just licked the blood off of uh, John Cena, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's healthy. Hey. Even hard. Maybe you should have trained him. I know it's a WWE, but... Oh, oh John Cena going, going for, the, for chain. the chain. What a pussy. Wow. What a pussy. Do, do it. That's why it's there. Do it. Do you see Brock Lesnar with a chair or anything? You know, what a puss. Freaking Lesnar. I guess that's kind of the point of it. Oh, Break an arm bar. Wow. That's one of Arkansas. Jericho's 500 moves. Yeah. Arm bar. <laughs> Move 700. Uh, arm bar. Arm bar. Yeah. It's kind of like a rever- It's a wrist lock, but pump handled. Wow. It's still real to me, damn it. Arm bar. Threw him out of the ring again. He's taking another rest. You got to feel for John Cena. He's been taking a pummeling from Brock Lesnar since Brock emerged back on the WWE scene. Well, I was going to say, is that Brock's blood on the back of his head? But I think it's Cena's blood on the back of his yeah. head there. Yeah. Unless they're going outside to uh, retrieve the carcass of Vanilla Wigger. And he's got them in that oh. wrist lock again, that pump pedal wrist lock. That's a good way to, to break a wrist. Bleeding. I'm not sure. I haven't seen John Cena get beat down like this in forever. Since last week. <laughs> no, I, I, no, this is worse. Can't remember the last time I saw him get beat down like this. No, since he got since he got bloodied uh, a bloody mouth on on Raw. Oh, Charles Robinson with a vicious back elbow from Uh-oh. Brock Lesnar. Brock's got the chain. Brock's got the chain. All right, business is picking up. Yeah, but nobody's going to be able to count. He's going to pop him, and Robinson's unconscious. I guess that's kind of why they did it, huh? Hey, Brock, you know what? Brock didn't bring it down, but he's going to use it. Why not? It doesn't matter. It's legal. It's extreme okay. rules. All right, Brock. He threw it away. All right. This Shut is up. no fair. These guys are like 45 seconds ahead on their feed than us. <laughs> Get your stream in German. <laughs> Brock's like, I don't need this pussy I, chain. Yeah. I will pretend I'm not watching. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend you're not watching. Like the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh, this is good. Oh, that's all I'll say. That, what sense does that make, Trey? What he just did, now he's... T- I, gee, that doesn't make any sense. Tying him up. He's hog-tying with a chain. I guess it just makes a wounded dog unable to run away. Oh, shit. He's like, here, I'm going to tie you up. And now oh, hey. Isn't this the same guy that fucking used duct tape on, on fucking Batista to Correct. keep him down? Yes. Payback's a bitch, man. That was stiff. I don't understand the point of this unless Cena's going to have some epic comeback. Jesus. It's like having your pants around your ankles, being caught with your pants down. <laughs> really? Yes, That's really. That's what it's kind of like? It's kind of like that. Wow. Like you've never been caught. Come on. Well. <laughs> never have thought. Yeah. Sorry for another time. Wow. There's tape of it, I heard. SNS Radio Network Confessions. Coming soon. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is brilliant. <laughs> oh, this is nice. Yep. It's going to torture him with that. I love it. See what happens when you bring a chain oh, down to shit. the ring, you dumbass? Tied him in the ropes upside down with a chain, and he's beating the hell out of him. That's brilliant. Oh. Jesus Christ, these are stiff punches. Oh, smashes his arm and wrist. On the ring apron and the ring steps. This is ridiculous. It's official. John Cena's dead. He's going to have an epic Hogan-like comeback, right? 
Probably, and he'll probably beat Brock. Rapidly running out of time. Maybe it won't. Oh, see, that's the problem is they bumped the ref, so now Brock can't pin him because he bumped the ref. Well, they can't get another another referee out there? Apparently they, not. They could if they wanted to. Come back! Well, never mind. Get him, Brock. Oh, shit! <laughs> Hot scene come back. Reversal. Ouch. Guess it'll end there, won't it? Wake him up. That's what you call a comeback being cut off. Loki's got it right in the chat room. Brock is Doomsday. Because even Doomsday killed uh, Superman. That's girl interrupted right there. Yep. Wow. (laughs) Look how he picked up Charles Robinson. With one hand, mind you. By the belt. That's funny. And the gaunch. Count him out. He's telling, is he telling them to count? The power of Brock Lesnar, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Charles Roberts is like a buck five. Soaking wet. Come on, Charles. Wake up, you little bastard. Go back to sleep. Dance all night. Dance a little longer. And Cena wins with a roll-up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Small you watch. You watch. He'll fucking roll him up and get the win. There's no, I mean, really, okay, all kidding aside. Why in God's name would you put John Cena over clean on Brock Lesnar after bringing him back and, and, and making him to be such a monster? Cena tried to get Lesnar up in the F5, but here... Or no, the F5. Yeah. yeah. And, and the ref's down again. Yeah. Uh, new ref. All right. Two. It's a two. Sorry. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Oh. oh two. Uh, Lesnar just took out the second referee. Well, I guess whoever picked John Cena may win this one. Oh, he didn't like, and, he didn't like the style of cologne that referee had on. I guess. And the referee cowered prematurely to the to the clothesline. And Brock's, Brock's like, "Fuck, this is going to be a no contest." Fuck, we all lose. Not on the forty nine dot org, we know, because I picked no contest. Oh, then you'll get some bonus points. Here's Teddy Long Jr., your third referee. Brock, don't drop the steps. Those things weigh 500 pounds. Or the soap. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. I don't think that. uh, I don't think Brock has to worry if he goes to prison. Yeah, I know. He's going to be making bitches drop the soap. It's like Mike Tyson. Look at Bork Laser. Yeah, Bork Laser. A poster. Bork Laser. Oh, I hope he does what I think think he's going to do. He's going to F5 him on the steps. Either that or triple power bomb on the steps. Mm. Oh, John. Come back. Now, don't give it away, Rick, with your feed that's 45 seconds quicker than ours. looking at him. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, that's pretty nice. But you notice he's not doing a lot of fucking shots. Oh. I didn't realize we're that far ahead of you. I do apologize. No, that's okay. Yeah, you're a good 45 seconds ahead of us now. Tap, Cena. Well, it never stopped you when you were ahead of me, so shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) We win again. Break his arm. Now now he reversed it, or what what happened? Oh, Brock still still got the Kimura in check. He's he's going to try to break Cena's arm. But you're right, Trey. This is ongoing for about a year and a half that our feed was ahead of yours, so I don't blame you. You're right. It's the Canadian government. They're censoring this. They must be. Holy shit! Ouch! We are not watching an illegal stream, so. 
Should be. Oh my God! Whose fault is that? <laughs> oh. What's Rogers charge for it? Sixty Canadian. Well, it's Telus TV here, and I think I'm, it's. I'm, I'm paying forty-five bucks for this. Yeah, forty-four ninety-five. I might have paid that much. Plus tax. Pretty good. Oh, he's gonna murder a mini. Oh, oh yeah. Are you You're gonna rush yell in a minute? Gonna give him the leg drop to the back of the head on the steps. No, he's gonna. Brock's gonna move, and Cena's gonna take the steps on the ass. One, uh, one of the two. One of the two. Not so much. Oh, oh, thank God for Cena that he missed the steps. He looked like he hurt his leg there. Mm. And Brock wants to know where the hell is he? God damn it! I'm blown up. Where the hell are you, Cena? He's under <sighs> the steps. <sighs> Lesnar, Lesnar's just standing in the ring, and Undertaker's gonna come up underneath the steps. Here that would go. be neat. <laughs> well, well, we're going to build something a year in advance. Well, Please let's don't. not forget it, that UFC broadcast where Taker Mark Calloway was at ringside. You want some? You want some? Come get some. Ariel Hawani marked out for that, too. Hawani, <laughs> yes. Our good friend Ariel, Ariel Hawani. Come on, break his back. Oh, I don't like how this is going. This is like Rocky and fucking... Ivan Drago from from Rocky Four. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my fuck! I think uh, yeah. I think Brock's some, hurt. Some big yeah, coming he up. That up pretty good. Oh shit! Oh no! Up. Oh my wow. god! Oh my god! Holy! Landed shit. right in his yep. freaking knee. Yep, Brock's yeah, he, fucked. There's torn MCL and ACL. He's out for a year. Can Thanks you say? Can you say Derek Rose? He looks fine. Lady got a $5 million contract. Holy shit. Well, the, you see the thing with the Dutch... Actually, the hit. way he hit, I think he's okay. Yeah, Let's the way see, he here's hit, the replay. he's actually okay. The thing with the oh, no, you're, you're right, Trey. You're right. He did land flush on his side. He almost fucking landed on his head. That was almost... That almost. was almost shades of no. the WrestleMania yeah. 19 shooting star press. Exactly. The, the self-spike. Oh, Thank God it? he rotated enough to yeah. land on his side. And here's John Cena... With the Don't chain in his hand now. Jesus, Brock. He's going to do it again. Oh, God. You got to work on that shit, buddy. You're going to kill yourself. He's going to oh. do it again. Holy shit. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. I, Look out. I, I fucked it up. I'm going to do this again. Oh, he... all right. <laughs> Don't do this again, Brock. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> He's doing it again. Oh, with a chain. Good night, Brock Lester. Kidding me. Crowd's going ape shit. Does that mean Cena's over? Yeah. Yeah. He's three quarters over and one quarter booing. It's getting there. But it doesn't make any sense to me, to, storyline-wise, to I'm, put I'm over wrong. John. Guys, sorry. It doesn't make any sense to me to put over John Cena clean. What do you do with Lester then? Doesn't matter. Sure it does. A, he's going to put, no, regardless, he's putting Cena out. It's not a clean going over when you have a hardcore match. Come on, Brock. Here we go. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Hang up. F you on the steps. Oh. Oh, wow. That's all, huh? Oh, my God. Good. Absolutely. Br I love it. I fucking love it. Wow. That was brilliant. Wow. 
much did you get when you put over the rock at WrestleMania? Wow. They're having a conniption upstairs. Well, unless <laughs> unless Brock fucking goes ape shit nuts in a minute. No. He's done. What was the point of this? That's my He's point. Hurt. That's what I've been asking all along. If you put over He's John hurt. Cena, what in God's name do you do with Brock Lesnar next? I think he's hurt. I really do. Oh, it is 51. Maybe it's the end. I, I look, they, The way he rolled out of the ring and the guys were on top of him, it looked like he was hurt, but maybe not. Wow. I, 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 I don't know what to say, folks. Winter, <coughs> That's messed up. Harmony thinks that uh, WWE is going by the uh, let's book against what the Internet wants and what they're thinking. That's what they've been doing. Uh, this, this is, is what they've been booking. doing. I think this is good booking, personally. Well, I, I think Brock's about to get up and beat the shit out of Cena. He's going to walk away like a bitch. Oh, maybe not. You're, you might be right here, JJ. Mm. Wait, I think this is good booking. You can't bury your top guy, you know, three months in a row. Or two months in a row, or whatever, you know? So, like it or not, Cena's a top guy. Not Lesnar. Mm. Replays of Cena cutting himself. There's the blading. Wow. I knew I should have picked Cena. I knew I should have picked him. Because I, I just had a feeling. You couldn't he was pick Cena. Go over. You hate Cena. I knew he was going to go over, though. I had a feeling. Well, he's going to get a reward for losing at Mania. <clears throat> this is the real one. Oh, that's a nasty game. That's where he got the color. That first elbow. No, you can see he got the color when he put his hand up and cut himself. Bam. Well, we ain't going to see that replay. They showed it. It was the third elbow. He put his hand up and sliced across right. the top of his head. I, I, I am liking the, the scene he used the chain angle. That, that was cool. Okay, how can we portray a stiff motherfucking match? And you know what? They did a good job of it. Just saying. That was anything but a wrestling match. Oh, man. I hope Tensai comes out right here. I'm speechless. I have, I have nothing to say. I, I, I That never happens. I fucking loved it. Fucking loved it. Yeah, you're, well, you're a Boston guy, so you of course you'd love it. I don't like John Cena. But I think that they're doing it right. Because they're trying to win the other the fans that hate Cena back over, and they're kind of doing well. And and let's let's just think about this for a second. And, and Rick, certainly with your MMA background, you got to know that if there is any crossover MMA fans that have purchased and watched this pay per view, let's not forget that when Brock Lesnar came in to the U to MMA, firstly, and then into the UFC, that the diehard hardcore. MMA and UFC fans absolutely despised Brock Lesnar. Let me ask you something. What did you watch before there was MMA? I'm sorry? What did you watch before there was MMA? I watched, I remember watching... WWE? Uh, right? uh, no, before there was MMA, my alternative to wrestling was boxing. And unfortunately... That whole genre has gone by the wayside, including last night's light heavyweight title change when I, Bad Chad Dawson took the strap from Bernard Hopkins. But there are very, very few, and some would say the upcoming Cinco de Mayo fight between uh, uh, 
uh, Floyd Money Mayweather and, uh, uh, sorry, his name escapes me, Rick Help, the uh, dude from Puerto Rico, the former champion. Cotto. Miguel Cotto, thank you, uh, coming up next Saturday night. That, But there's so f- such a little amount of boxing matches these days that mean anything that, uh, you know, before I MMA, guess, to answer I, your question, I watch boxing religiously. I guess my point was most of fans that watched uh, UFC were either watching WWE or boxing. So, I mean, it makes sense that they would watch WWE. Or they were watching some sort of MMA out of Japan, whether it was Pride or one of its predecessors. What's John Cena saying? Are you guys hearing audio or no? Pandering to the crowd. Okay. But what's the point of... Uh, maybe, oh, come on, Tensai. Tensai, 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 Tensai. Mm-hmm. Everybody else got their time. Give Tensai the time. Cheap pop. Uh, what's the point? Mm. He says it's going to take a vacation, right? Is that what, he, what I just heard? He says, I have to take a vacation, so be it, but I'm going to be going away for a little while. That's what he said. So why did he go over? Fucking bullshit. Now, I see he's putting over the injury as the reason that he's probably going to be going bye-bye for a little while. Well, why don't he just take the three count in the middle? And... Anyway, that kind of ruined it a little That's bit. That's what more. it is. Yeah, you know what? That wasn't a, I don't know. Well, how do you feel about that, J.J.? Well, you just uh, to me, it kind of felt like the Rocky Four promo that Rocky cuts after he beats Ivan Drago. You know, uh, he did put over wrestling. He put over Chicago. You know, if he's taking a vacation and if he's going to be gone, then Brock should have got the win here, and they should have brought it back at a later time and, and given him the victory over Brock Lesnar. I thought with Brock's first match coming in after signing a $5 million a year contract, why would you put John Cena over him? I And, and here's the thing, even if you do, like Trey mentioned, if you want to put Cena over, then post-match, like Trey said, you have Brock Lesnar obliterate John Cena. That didn't happen either. I'm a little, uh, a little perturbed. Uh, not perturbed. I'm a little surprised the way... It, it went down. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm perturbed with the whole chain thing, okay? The finish of the match came when he used the chain. It was an extreme but, okay, but again, Harmony, you got Brock Lesnar, who's been beating the shit out of him the last couple of weeks, hitting him with F5s. They do the contract signing, and John Cena comes down with a chain on his hand. He wasn't wearing the chain. Had he been wearing the chain? Okay, sure. He comes down with the chain wrapped around his fucking fist. Hey, the only way I can beat Brock Lesnar is with a fucking weapon. I've killed everybody in this company, but I can't beat this guy. I, 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 just, I have an issue with this. That's a well, heel spot, too. If that's the case, if that's the case, then the company shouldn't have made it an extreme rules match. I agree. I think it's. I, but I you had to because that was the name of the pay per view. You had to. to. No, they could have made it any kind. They could have made it false count anywhere. They could have made a last man standing. That's well, still so, an extreme rule. It's all the same deal. Yeah. I mean, it's just as long as you use a hardcore extreme rule in that pay per view per match, it's got to have a stip. Each match has a stip. That match's stip was anything goes. Well, anything goes. Anything. A chain is part of anything. Hold on. Maze is asking, Cena had the chain the last time they had a match. What's the problem? 
You, you're talking about a match from 2003 when he was the, the doctor of thugonomics. Before he was beating everybody in the company. When he was getting beat by guys like The Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. That's the difference, Maze. You're not catching on. It's nine years. Yeah. Did he need the chain to beat Triple H? Did he need the chain to beat fucking Shawn Michaels? Did he need the Did chain, the chain to, beat to beat everybody? He didn't beat The Rock. Oh, that's right. He didn't beat The Rock. Wah, wah, wah. But, by, but <laughs> by using the chain, it's an admission that he couldn't do it on its on his own, which is fine. And personally, I don't have a problem with anything that I saw in the match. It was it was what it was. It was what I expected. I, I never thought for a second going in it was going to be a wrestling match. It was going to be a, oh my God. A, a hardcore kind of staged, if you will, shoot fight. But the only thing I had a problem with was the finish. Can, can, Go ahead, can, JJ. Can I get a fucking crayon so I can write this down for Mays so he'll understand? I'm good. Like, goddamn, dude, what are you not fucking getting? I don't care that he used the chain in a fucking Extreme Rules match. I'm talking about coming out with a fucking chain at a contract signing when there's no fucking weapons involved. And he looks like a big fucking pussy for doing it. What do you not fucking get, asshole? Now, here's the difference. Here's the difference. Had Cena grabbed that chain from under the ring apron and hit him with it, then I would have been a little bit different about it. But bringing it to the ring says, man, I'm going to go into this sword fight. I don't know if I'm going to come out on top, so I'm going to go ahead and stick a fucking gun in my sock just in case. And, and I believe, Trey, that you hit the nail on the head, that that's, that was his proverbial gun in the sock, ace in the hole um, right. scenario. And, and, and in the end, that's the card that he played. And, and I don't have a problem with any of that. I, I, I rather enjoyed the match. I thought it was, was kind of cool. The Thank God Brock Lesnar didn't spike himself a la... You know, all of the Kurt Angle match. Um, all of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> all of Brock Lesnar. But uh, uh, the only thing that I thought was, and I'll say it again, the only thing I thought was I'm weird. Agree. I don't know why Loki says, Loki says it's still a bitch move, Trey. I'm, I don't disagree with you. I mean, you didn't see Lesnar use a weapon other than the steps, but they both used the steps. It'll be you very. Know, it'll be I, very interesting to see tomorrow night where they go with this whole thing. I think that that the not knowing where they're going to go is kind of taken out of the equation somewhat in the post-match promo that Cena cut. Um, but what do you do with Brock Lesnar now other than give him maybe a new nothing. give him a new opponent? That's maybe the only nothing. thing. Maybe nothing. Maybe he goes away for another month or two and then comes back. No, no. Lesnar Lesnar comes out tomorrow and cuts a promo about how he took out. Yeah, I may have lost the fight, but I won the war, and Cena's gone because I took him out. That's right. Yeah, I broke his arm or what? Or tore his shoulder or whatever. I think the, I think Trey. That's exactly what they're going to do, and, and then somebody will interrupt Lesnar and try to make out like he he's going to be the dude. Maybe Skip Sheffield. No, I don't think so. Ryback. Well, I tell you what, let's take a break, come back, and wrap the show up. Yeah. So with that being said, guys, you're listening to the SNS Radio Network Sunday Night Showdown, bringing you live pay-per-view coverage of, of course, Extreme Rules. We'll be right back to wrap things up on this program right after this, so stay tuned. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look that drives a girl's while I've got the mood. Sit chill, up and down their spine, I'm just a 
The Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011. And you are listening on SNS Radio Network. See ya! And I wouldn't want to be ya. Then he's get weak whenever I'm around. They see me walk, they hear me talk. I make them feel like they're all cloud nine. Just a sexy boy. You've demanded it for decades, and now your favorite WWE arcade game is back. WWE WrestleFest, completely reimagined on your iPhone and iPad, featuring the biggest WWE superstars and legends. Challenge a friend in multiplayer tag team matches. Epic DLC content, featuring over 30 WWE superstars and legends. Prove yourself in the Ultimate Royal Rumble. All new Road to WrestleMania storyline. Beat the odds and become WWE Champion. Grab your iPhone or iPad. The classic arcade game, WrestleFest, is available now. What's up, gang? It's the Trey Dog from Wrestling News Live. Just want to make sure you've tuned in to JJ Sexay and unplugged. Here's what you're missing. Hulk Hogan was um, basically um, paid to advertise Def Jam Rap Star. He was recorded playing or singing with his daughter Brooke and Jimmy Hart when he decided to, uh, let's just say, show the family jewels on camera. He decided to flash his junk, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know what's more disturbing. The fact that in 2010... Hulk Hogan is trying to rap like the Notorious Big, and he's got Jimmy Hart and his daughter in the room present, and he decides to <laughs> to flash his junk at the cameraman. Thank God it was censored. Wanting to show his little Hulkster to the world. At least when I sang, I kept my pants on Hulk. Well, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, had they not censored it out, we'd know why Linda Hogan was sleeping with a 19-year-old. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure that the four-inch python didn't get the job done there. I'm just saying. Everything shrinks with age, and it gets a little more wrinklier. But did I really need to see Hulk Hogan's junk while he's rapping? Come on, man. I don't know what disturbs me more, the fact that he actually tried to show his junk or the fact that his daughter was right there when he did it. Dude, the four-inch python. Oh. What you so, gonna do, sister, when the four-inch python runs wild on you? I mean, you know what, what scares me more, Crelly? There, there's gonna be this fucking wrestling nursing home. And it's gonna have the likes of Hulk Hogan and the Nature Boy Ric Flair and the fucking warrior running around. Flair's gonna be running around the halls naked with his fucking robe. You know, go woo, woo, woo. And the Hulkster's, what you gonna do, brother, with the four-inch python? Woo! And Flair's still going to be wooing around there. Then the Warrior's going to run around. Oh, oh, Hogan, the four-inch python is no match for the little Warriors. I mean, dude, is this what we're looking forward to in ten years? How would you like to be the fucking attendant that works that place, man? Holy God! (laughs) What has the world come to? 2012 and it's all going to end, people!
Hey, you listen on the SMS Network, and that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold All right, we're back right here, Sunday Night Showdown on the SNS Radio Network. And, I, you know, I, I guess I'm just going to have to, like, start writing shit in crayon. I don't understand it with you people, why you don't understand what I'm trying to fucking say. I don't you care people. that Brock used a fucking chain on an Extreme Rules pay-per-view. My entire, excuse me, Cena used the chain at Extreme Rules. My entire argument about the chain was that he came out looking like a scared little pussy on fucking Raw for bringing out a weapon to take on a guy with no fucking weapons. If you don't understand, turn the fucking stream off and go listen somewhere fucking else. I do not have time or energy to expound on dumbasses. Like, what the fuck, people? Do I not speak English around here? Do you not fucking get what I'm saying? Bigger English. Understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? I guess, man. I guess I need to write it in fucking crayon. Are you doing the commentary on on Rick's stream? You might be. They wouldn't understand that either. If they don't do fucking English, they sure as hell can't watch the German stream. Well, I, I, I just don't get it, man. I, I just I don't get it. I'm not saying he shouldn't have used the chain at the pay-per-view. He should have. And he did. But he shouldn't have had the chain to begin with. That yeah, and I mean the, the whole the whole point of it all obviously was that he thought he couldn't do it on his own, so he used the chain. Really, I wish and, it could be like a paint by numbers. And in in and in and of itself, uh, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. But the perception that he, uh, what Mays said in chat was was somewhat uh, weird. Well, it's you not just Mays. Time with that. We had some other anonymous mib that talks about how we don't give John Cena credit on this network. I don't know how many times I've given John Cena his props. I love John Cena. <laughs> so go back to that pay network and leave us the fuck alone because I don't need you. I, I was actually hoping that John Cena in my heart would get the win. I just didn't think it made sense storyline-wise. I mean, you bring in this monster to be the face of Raw, you give in to all of his demands, John Laurinaitis says yes to everything he requires, and then he goes out and embarrasses Cena week after week after week. I can understand if I got my ass beat three nights in a row, on the fourth night, I'd come with a baseball bat. But, by the same token, to the outside eye, that makes me look like the pussy that doesn't believe I can do it on my own. Which, therefore, <laughs> after getting beat up three nights in a row, I might not be able to do it on my own. That's why I needed the baseball bat. Now, now Mib is, oh, get this. Now the Mib is saying, wouldn't you bring out a weapon if the guy was three times your size? I'm sorry, what are you fucking watching that we're not seeing? Brock Lesnar is not three times the size of John Cena. In fact, since he's not about 295 pounds, he looks about as big as John Cena. Well, there's not much weight exchange there. They're about See, the same I size. Think what they're playing, what they're playing up to, is that Brock is the ultimate fighter. He's the ultimate fighting champion, former ultimate fighting champion. All right, John Cena's a wrestler. Brock is an ultimate fighting champion. By all means necessary, I am going to kill you. 
John Cena's a wrestler. All right. Brock cuts promos. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not here to make fans. I'm here to kick ass and hurt people. Hurting people is what makes me feel good. It brings pleasure to my pain. In John Cena's eyes, Brock Lesnar is the monster at the end of the book. It is there to destroy him. Laurinaitis has made it clear. You are not the face of the company. I want Brock Lesnar to be the face of the company. After all John's been through in his battles, trials, and tribulations, he is still the number one guy in the WWE. Enter Brock Lesnar. Now somebody else is shitting in my sandbox. And not only is he shitting in my sandbox, he's a lot bigger than I am. He's a bad motherfucker, and he's programmed to rip my head off and shit down my neck. Okay? He comes out three weeks in a row and embarrasses me in front of my audience. Yeah, I'm coming back with a fucking baseball bat. Do I look like a pussy? Maybe, but I'm a pussy that won. I'm the standing up with my arm raised pussy in the middle of the ring. I'll take that nine times out of ten, kiss my ass. Charles Shane in the chat just says, and I'm quoting this, Sint used a weapon to beat Brock and still looks good, period. Then he goes back and corrects himself as Cena. You're right. He was 50 Cent tonight. Come out with a fucking chain. You know, he was almost the throwback John Cena. So why not? You know, he could be 50 Cent. Why not? No, and Brock yeah, you, did look good tonight. You, 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 come at me with, you come at me with, you know, a stick. I'm going to come at you with a rock. You know, you come at me with a pair of nunchucks. I'm going to come at you with a sword. You come at me with a sword, I'm going to come at you with a gun. That's just the way it is. Well, you know, That's but, fucking the way you fight. But again, if Brock's coming out with no weapons, you, you got to come out with a fucking gun. But Brock is the That's, weapon. Boom. Brock yeah. is the weapon. Brock is an ultimate fighting fucking champion. You're, programmed you're, to rip you in half, leave your remains, and shit on your fucking company and your ring. He is there to destroy you. Okay. He yeah. has destroyed you three weeks in a row, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, you bring a weapon to defend yourself. Okay. Okay. Mm. And, 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 that, and that is the point. For standing there and getting your ass whipped week yeah. number four. And that is the point. If you can't fight fair, then by any means necessary, if you've got to bring a weapon to win, now, and that's what Cena if, did. If the pay-per-view was called Walk Through the Park, then you don't come to the ring with a weapon. It was called Extreme Rules, and you're up there to face a guy that is programmed to destroy you, that has destroyed you three weeks in a row, and embarrassed you on live television. Yes, you're scared, you're there to fight, and you're there to fucking win by any means necessary. Uh, hold on a second. Hold the fuck on a second. You motherfuckers in chat are pissing me off tonight. Rodriguez, finally they listen because it's Trey. I hear what Trey's saying, but... My point is still on fucking Raw. He still doesn't agree with my point 100%. I'm still talking about him coming out with a fucking chain on Raw when Brock Lesnar is doesn't have a weapon at all. And it made him look like a pussy. I don't care I, that I he came out with a fucking chain tonight. Fuck. Y'all finish the fucking show. I mean, it, would have, it, it, it made no sense for him to come out with the chain to the contract signing. That made him look like a huge... Fucking uh, yep. spring eye, but uh, you know, there's no reason to come out to a weapon for the contract signing. If you're not man enough to come out and sign the contract without a weapon, then you shouldn't probably sign the contract. But to use the weapon in the match, I have no problem with none whatsoever. Neither did using I. the weapon, 
using the weapon at the contract signing or bringing it to the contract signing shit says to me, hey, I'm going to come down here and sign this contract to fight you this Sunday, but I'm so scared that you're going to hurt me before I sign this that I'm bringing something to back me up. Well, if you need to back up that bad, motherfucker, don't sign that contract. Hmm. I mean, that's just the way I feel about it. All right, and and you know what? Uh, Fair enough. Everybody has their own opinion, and uh, uh, you know what? Regardless of the circumstances. I mean, I've I've, I've said this for years, Shark. If I take you outside every morning and slam your fucking head in my car door before we go to work, eventually aren't you going to put on a helmet or hit me with a baseball bat? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. minute. Have you been been reading the booking prowess of my ex-wife? (laughs) No. <laughs> Anyways, no, of course, uh, you know, you, you don't. You I don't, mean, if the alarm clock goes off at seven o'clock in the morning, shark, and I walk into your bedroom and kick you in the nuts, how many weeks in a row are you gonna let that happen before you wear a cup or you do something about it? Oh, just one, because the second time I'm gonna be having a gun. Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. Now the contract signing area—that's all—that's a whole different issue, whole different issue entirely. I agree with JJ wholeheartedly. Cena looked like a raging pussy bringing a fucking weapon to the contract signing. All right, at the well, end of the day, if you're coming to take what's mine and it's be all end all ultimate fucking fight, then it's goddamn but sure going to be an ultimate fucking fight. Because if you're killing me in the ring, I'm going to fucking find a bigger bat to hit you with than the one you got. I think the mistake that they made was the fact that it was a, you know, no hardcore, no DQ, one of those type of matches, but it's irrelevant. I mean, Cena went over, probably shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think he should have either. Because now, me, yeah, Brock's going to come out and cut the promo of "I'm the guy that put him out." He's probably going to beat the shit out of everybody for about three months, and then Cena's going to come back as the vanquishing hero. He's going to have to. Well, uh, you yeah. know, and you know what? To. Obviously, the situation is, guys, is that in fact. The office um, did not want John Cena to put over Brock Lesnar upon exiting the company for whatever reason, whether it's a movie, whether it's a legitimate, well, uh, you know, uh, situation physically where he's got to go for surgery or whatever. So, uh, guys, wrap your head around the bigger picture here. There's more to this match than the match itself. Of course, there's more to this match than the outcome. What you have, what we have, none of us have mentioned, at least in my knowledge at this point, is that tonight, the best way possible, other than bringing a guy in that's never been in wrestling before from the MMA, well, what you had tonight was one of the best in recent history at the MMA sport. Coming back to wrestling. Vince McMahon treated the MMA tonight like he would have WCW. I, I agree. This, this was this was more about Vince McMahon one-upping MMA than it was John Cena or Brock Lesnar. This was Vince McMahon getting over on the MMA crowd, the MMA people that left wrestling when MMA started to boom, the MMA crowd that left and went and followed Brock and, and all these other wrestlers. They jumped out of wrestling and then started talking shit on the wrestling product like they outgrew it. This was Vince McMahon's way to stick his thumb up their ass and go, hey, fuck you. I'm still in charge. This is still my show. And guess what? Tonight, wrestling went over MMA. And and you know what? I I couldn't agree with you more, Trey. I think you absolutely 
hit the proverbial nail on the head. It was it was an office situation, and no matter and I said this a number of times uh, prior to and during the main event that how do you not put Brock Lesnar over? But what exactly you just said is what the office did, and that's they stuck it up the proverbial ass of the MMA uh, fans, and in in a lesser state to UFC itself, uh, you know, and it was what it was, and you know I I think that. Um, what we should do at this point is go ahead and grade the pay-per-view. Um, Trey, what did you think? Was it? Enter- I know you didn't catch the first three matches, but from what you saw, uh, was it entertaining? What grade, Man, what grade oh, would you shit. give it? From, from 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 what I from what I did see, and just you know, and I'll and I'll f- forget everything I saw. I can I can just say two matches, you know, Punk Jericho and and, and Brock and and Cena. Both matches had me, I said, oh, my God, more in, you know, those two matches that I have in months, you know. I, I mean, haven't I seen you. Matches. I haven't heard you say, oh, my God, that much in in, in six pay-per-views, never mind these two matches. <laughs> I mean, it was it was what it was supposed to be, entertaining and edge-of-your-seat entertainment at that. So I, I would give the pay-per-view a solid B. Um I, they could have done a few more things to make it an A. I think Kong should have been out there instead of Layla, of course. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with the main event ending, which is the same thing I said about TNA's last effort. Great pay-per-view. I didn't exactly agree with the ending of the main event, but I'm sure they've had their reasons. So with that being said, instead of getting the A that they could have gotten, I'm going to give them a B. Cool. Slick Rick, what was your uh, pay-per-view grade? What did you like? What did you not like? Rick, you there? Turn on my microphone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I loved it. It was great. Uh, I, I I could even deal with the fact that Brodus Clay had an eight-minute match. <laughs> oh, he squashed uh, Ziggles, but I, I liked the show. I think that, like Trey said, it delivered. Uh, whenever you have your top guy, matches deliver, the show pretty much delivers. Should have had Karma or or anybody other than Layla. That was just horrible. Um, but, I mean, it's good. It, the only thing I didn't like was the promo at the end. It, it wasn't necessary. It, they could have just walked away and said, oh, Cena was injured in the match or whatever, and, you know, that that would have been that, just like they do with The Undertaker and Triple H every year. Um, so I, I'd give it a B plus. Um, and, I, and I just want to leave you guys with this. What exactly is Triple H doing tomorrow? Yeah, well, we're we're yet, uh, they, yet to they, find they out. They cut a promo. They cut a promo about um, uh, Laurenitis going to the ring. Blah 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 blah. I didn't hear it all. All I heard was um, I just heard something about Triple H and that Triple H will be on Raw tomorrow night. Yeah, and basically, uh, Trey, that was it. Uh, there was no, there was no anything other than the fact that Laurenitis did say. The Triple H will be on Raw tomorrow night. That's all we were fed at all. Um, personally, I, I was very entertained by tonight's pay-per-view. The the Divas match was, are you kidding me? Um, the rest of it was, I was entertained. So you know, as I as I generally say, if if I can say that, then it was, it was it was good. I, I I think I liked what WWE did with Brock Lesnar in that they didn't try to reformulate him as a wrestler. They they fed off of his time in the world of mixed martial arts 
and played off of that. I think it was was excellent. Uh, glad that Brock didn't hurt himself in that over-the-top rope spot, which, God, he could have broken his neck from the way that he bumped. Um, I don't and, think he was supposed to go over the rope. Yeah. I think he was to land in the ring. I, I, I agree. I agree. And then and then he went back and did it again. And, uh, um, you know, so, I mean, Brock Lesnar's a proud guy. Let's not, let's not forget that. He, he takes pride in what he does. And uh, um, other than the finish, which I was, you know, if you're going to, even if you did it like that, I agree with what a number of you said. It, the, the post-match promo really wasn't necessary. He was almost, well, he did. He, he was basically, in essence, saying goodbye, um, which I think kind of stunned people and caught us off guard as well. Um, but it is what it is, and we'll we'll all be glued to our TV sets uh, tomorrow night, and of course, Wrestling News Live thereafter with the Trey Dog and uh, and JJ Sexy. And before we uh, wrap it up, guys, uh, JJ's uh, uh, got some business to take care of, and uh, um, we've excused him from the from the studio here. But uh, Trey, you got any surprises uh, going down tomorrow night on WNL? At this point, man, I don't even know who's going to be with me. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be me and JJ, if it's going to be me and Broxy. I hope it's me and JJ and Broxy. But uh, either way, there will be a show. We will cover Monday Night Raw, the return of Triple H, and we will also find out what that means from Brock Lesnar, if it means anything at all. Um, I can see Lesnar coming out tomorrow and uh, cutting a promo about how I'm the best there is in the business. I dominated the UFC. I dominated mixed martial arts. I dominated the WWE. I just put your, you know, face of your product on the shelf for the next two months. Blah, 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 blah. I've beaten everybody. And then, boom, Triple H's music hits. And I think that's going to start a Triple H-Lesnar feud, which I think, unfortunately, Lesnar will go over. But that's the Triple H fan in me. If you want to bitch about that, then bitch about it. I don't give a shit makes me no difference either way but uh that's just who i'm a fan of so um we'll talk about that we'll talk about monday night raw and the news of the week take your phone calls all tomorrow night on wrestling news live nice and uh we all look forward to that of course as we do every week here on the sns radio network with wrestling 30 news minutes live. 30 minutes after raw there right you go here where you're at right now nice and of course uh slick rick uh, Tap Out Radio lately has been very entertaining and not the uh, uh, never at a loss for topics to discuss on that show. There's so much going on within the world of mixed martial arts, UFC, um, overseas promotions as well. And uh, we look forward to uh, hearing Tap Out Radio here on the SNS Radio Network on a weekly basis sure. as well. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's Monday and Thursday. Of course, it is on during wrestling. Uh, so it is difficult for a lot of our wrestling fans to check out. And also, this Tuesday, I'm going to be doing a pilot of a, a show. Whether or not I'm going to air it on the network, I haven't discussed with JJ yet. But a pilot of a, a an MMA show out of Chicago. And then, of course, in several, several months down the line, there'll be something from myself and the Shark uh, in the form of either a podcast or a show or something. So, but we have agreed on a, on a name, right, Rick? It's going to be called MMA World. Indeed. Yes. So when I have time and I'm not so friggin' busy at work, we'll we'll get on that. I promise at some point. Yeah, that's part of my problem too. Is I just started a new job and uh, it's just something that 
unfortunately, it's kind of hit the back burner. But that's it, okay. It, Everybody it, understands. It'll happen eventually. And Chris, you're, you're running a freaking radio station now, dude. I know. You know, I'm also doing an air shift too. So ah, there you hire go. me. <laughs> that's it. Hire me. I'm ready. Get I'm the, ready to move to a new city anyway. Get get, get the dog get the dog out of Claremore. Get him to Massachusetts. Uh, you know, get him to drink some Sam Adams beer, and everything will be fine. Now, what kind of format are you? What kind of format are you overseeing? Talking, it's all satellite, so it's all just brought in like uh, yeah, you know, like Fox News and stuff like that. Yeah, we have local in the morning, and then my local show at night, and everything else is. Uh, uh, we got Artie and uh, Nick DePaulo and right. A lot of shows. Like, it's not like political talk. It's a lot of like guys type of talk shows. So, well, hey, I'm good for that. Nice, Trey. Trey would be good at that. Have to see. I know that we don't have a huge budget, being as how we just bought the place and we're broke. But right. um, when the time comes, if you well, want to re- solicit yeah. some sponsors, gain some revenue, and then bring in the dog. I could say there's one thing that we're working on that if it goes through, that we'll be able to certainly hire more people. So that's all I'll say. I'd love to take the doghouse to terrestrial radio. Boy, that fucks some people up. <laughs> well, you couldn't say fuck then. No, there'd be no fucks. No, there would no. be no swearing. But you, you'd be su- you'd be surprised, and, and, and uh, Rick could attest to this. I'd put you on at night. You know, say whatever you want. Well, a lot of people ask me because I, I cuss like a sailor. But a lot of people are like, how did you do radio for 10 years? When you're in the studio and you're in that environment, you you it's just you that it just turns off. You know, it's for me anyway. I, I I've never cussed in ten years on the radio. It's pretty simple. It's it's just it's something that's like a switch. It just turns off. You don't even think about dirty words when you're on the air. It's called being a professional. It's I'm so wrapped up in trying to be funny and entertaining. The the dirty language never even enters my mind. Yeah, that and you, if you cost me a million dollars one time, I can tell you you won't be working here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just... And you won't be working again. And most places have a dump button. If it happened anyway, there's at least a delay. Oh, we don't... You know. that, that's probably not good. But, yeah, we we don't even have uh, engineers right now, so... Wow! All right, guys, I'm getting the uh, wrap-up sign from the producer. Sure. We don't have to. Oh, we don't have to take any calls. No, just... no calls, no nothing. Uh, we're uh, gonna we're gonna leave it at that. Just get your calls ready for tomorrow night. Whatever you thought of the pay-per-view, it'd be great to call in tomorrow night. And uh, you know, maybe we'll get some new calls from some different people that we don't hear from every week. Not that we don't mind the same people we hear from every week, but you know what? Maybe we'll just do a segment of phone calls tomorrow night. Open phone. Sounds good to me. I, I'm just Sounds I'm ready to go. To so, and I'm the I'm one with the archive, this. so I got to edit it. Oh, can I plug one thing? Go for it. There's a, we have a new little mobile thing that I've been working on. Um, it's called Radioslam.net, and basically what it is is the SNS Channel One uh, set up in a nice little mobile site. And basically, you'll, all you do is you go there and you pick the type of phone you want, and it'll play on there, including all Androids now. And I know a lot of people are complaining about that. And also, uh, the SNS Radio Network is. Uh, mobilized in terms of if you go to com on a smartphone, it's touch-enabled. And, of course, you can get the apps from the app stores, too. So we'd like you to take us with you in the car. There you go. On very, the bus. Very cool, because I know that the uh, the Android hump was one that we had to get over, and uh, kudos to Rick, Slick Rick, for, uh, for getting us over that Android hump. We're using technology that is 
really 15 years old, maybe more. I mean, you know, Trey knows what we use. And it's just people continue to build new stuff on top of it. And it just doesn't necessarily translate that well. But now that, you know, technology continues to improve, things have gotten better. And you can hear us on all, all your phones. Take us on the road. And if, you know, I call a radio station and tell them you want to hear WNL on the radio. <laughs> hey, that, that, that could be a uh, campaign right there. But, uh, you a know. petition, a campaign. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, another rousing edition of Sunday Night Showdown here on the SNS Radio Network. So uh, thank you very much to the award-winning Trey Dog, of course, to his uh, Wrestling News Live co-host, J.J. Sexay, Slick Rick Hendrickson. I'm Mark the Shark DiCarlo. Thanks a lot for joining us for this edition of Sunday Night Showdown here on the SNS Radio Network. Good night, everybody.